that you're listening to Truth or... <laughs> Especially not some dooted up egg sucking gutter train. Friendly as criminal as I. What do you think, Frank? Make a better choice. Writing's advice. Use it. It's on every video. Welcome to Weird Kid Video. I'm Cameron Snape, and I miss video stores so much I opened one in my own home, packed with the VHS tapes of the trash cinema I grew up watching at a highly inappropriate age. Every week, I force my co-hosts, Kira Jade Oppitz and Brody McDonald, to sit through a movie for us to discuss. So come on in, have a look around, and sign up for a membership. This is Weird Kid Video. Baby business? Oh, baby business. Baby business. This is the first episode back recording since Karen and I had dad a child. Cast. Dad, dad cast. Dad pod? Yeah. Dad cast? Dad, no, yeah. Uh, I'm a dog dad. <laughs> yep, okay. You're having a dog uh, day yeah, afternoon at the moment. Four weeks old on Sunday, which is like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah, wow. So we're fortnightly for the f- foreseeable future. And send in congratulation reviews. Or don't. Or yeah. gifts. Whatever. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Tiny baby gifts. No gifts. Coupon codes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, old business. Uh, welcome to Three White Dudes Making a Podcast About Movies. I'm playing the role of Kira. Yeah. Yes. So Adam's back. I love Brendan Lee. I love Brendan Lee. Brendan Lee's great in this. Brendan Lee's fighting skills are way better than everybody else's. I love Brandon Lee movies. <laughs> well Good done. Job. Well done. Very nice. He, already, get knows in there quick. The, he yeah. already knows all the bits. I know. <laughs> Fantastic. That's only old business that I've got is that Adam's back. Well, I'm just stoked that we're finally doing a podcast with the three of us. This is going to be fun. This, this is going to be good. This is terrible. <laughs> this, this is going to be, gonna be so good. Bad. Nothing against Kira. And just to just to kick off, kick it off, right? Um, we've got beers. <laughs> you two do. This is, this is a dad pod of, a, of a, mm-hmm. after all. <laughs> I don't want to be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> Can I go? It's your podcast. We're just, we're just taking over here. <laughs> no. Mm, okay. Well, new business. This week, we are half alien, half man, all Power Rangers, but make it bloody. We are talking about Guyver Dark Hero, aka Guyver 2. There is a line between good And darkness. Don't kill me. Sean Parker. Has crossed that line. He's been drawn here by a power. Everybody here knows what we're digging for. By a force. See it in my dreams and I put it down on paper. He doesn't understand. Who are you? The Guyver, he's here. I know you got claws you ain't showing. I'm not the one with the claws. I'm in here in another hour. Or shall I send someone with more experience?
This was from, Guyver 2? From 1994. Yeah, this is number two. <laughs> yes, this is Guyver 2. Uh, please tell me they didn't make more. No, they didn't. Oh, There's only okay. two of them. There is, I'm pretty sure there's an anime though. There is, and I'm going to talk about it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I, I am in the complete opposite camp to you, by the way. <laughs> really? Let's yeah, not. if you didn't see that coming. Oh, save it. Okay, okay, save okay. okay. We're going to have fisticuffs on pod. <laughs> it's our first Toksatsu movie. Sorry? It's our first Toksatsu. We should that? know that. Oh, is that Power Rangers? <laughs> it's a sp- it's the rough Japanese translation <laughs> is special effects movie. Uh-huh. Technically Godzilla is in this kind of realm. Basically I thought you were about to say he was in the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, he's in the movie. <laughs> and it's basically be. like rubber monsters. Right. Special effects movies from, never from heard that, that era. Yeah. So that's it. Toksatsu. Toksatsu. Yeah. Okay. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. If I'm is, not, yeah. Is no, that, you know, does that mean that Doctor Who is a Toksatsu? Mm, I don't know if it's in the same. A lot of rubber monsters. Yeah. Mm. This, I think this, monsters. this specifically has the Japanese mm. influence. Japanese IP, right? Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk all about it. So directed by Steve Wang. We covered his career when we did Drive in, 1990, uh, in 1997, from 1997 with Mark Dacoscos. Ah, okay. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, Adam didn't see that movie because he probably couldn't find that movie. The highlights of his career is that he Isn't started- that a fantastic one with Ryan Gosling? No, no, not Ryan Gosling. <laughs> really? Get out. <laughs> I've already ranted about Drive on this <laughs> podcast before. I'm not going to do it again. I throw, I'm see Drive podcast. It's a throwback, man. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Wang started as a makeup artist and creature artist under Stan Winston. He also okay. worked with Rick Baker and with Dick Smith, legendary special effects and makeup guy. And After maker this, of peanut butter in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Can, so that's not the same person. No. Right? Okay. And <laughs> which Dick Smith is a makeup pioneer. Okay. From the United States. Uh huh. He's also an, is an Australian named Dick Smith. They so I should know guys. who the other Dick Smith is. But well, I, you wouldn't because you okay. don't know anything. Yeah, true. Yeah, this, is going, <laughs> this is going real bad. After this and Drive, he would in fact direct some Power Rangers, which we talked about last time, and Cayman Rider Dragon Knight, both for Saban Entertainment. Is it Cayman Rider? Uh-huh. I think so. Okay. I think that's how that's pronounced. Yeah, also an anime. It's a, it's another thing like that. And yeah. also very Power Rangers. Yeah. yeah. And you, the, you, there's just a big budget movie that came out in Japan for it as well. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to walk me through the anime stuff because I do not follow it at all. Yeah, mm. well, I don't really either. So I love anime, but this is some hard Japanese stuff and I am I'm don't know it as well. Yeah, in between making those movies, he also worked as a creature designer. He's the co-director of the first Gaiver movie. Huh. Right? Co-director with whom? Co-director with Screaming Mad George. Right. That's is that his actual name? name? That's his credited name. Oh my okay. god! He's also a director that's made quite a few quite a few movies, and in the kind of same kind of space. And also so those crazy bargain ads or something. He does. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Wang directed all of the action in that movie, while Screaming Mad George did all the talking scenes. The Guyver, the first movie, mm-hmm. is a kids' movie. It's rated PG in the United States. With no blood. No blood of any kind. Guyver Dark Hero is not. It's darker. Not. <laughs> it's darker both in- It uh, is gory body, body horror power rangers. Yeah, it is. 
and yeah. also frame. It's very dark in frame as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it's also, you know, VHS. Uh, trying to hide a lot of crap in the background. <laughs> but that's the way that you should shoot these things. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> right? Based on the manga, bio-boosted armor, Gaiva, that manga ran from 1985 to... 2016, 32 volumes. So yeah. it is vast. Yeah. Very, very long time. There are three anime versions of Gaiva. Ah. There's a movie and then there's two series of anime, one from 1989 and another from 2005. Yeah, there's a newer one. Yeah, yeah. I've seen bits of that. The 89 one, I used to rent from the video store. No. Yeah. Because, Were you into it? Well, because I was into the movie of Gaiva, I checked out the ah. anime. The thing was, is that they never ever had it from the beginning. So I was always coming in halfway through. Oh. And anime is not really good if you come in halfway through. Yeah. I feel that. So I never knew what the fuck was happening. Yeah. <laughs> I had that almost identical feeling with this movie. Okay. Good, good to know. <laughs> Written by Nathan Lane from a story by Steve Wang. That's um, a name I know. No. No? <laughs> Every time you get confused about whether you know Nathan Lane. It's definitely like two words that you have heard before. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, they couldn't really adapt the manga because they didn't have the budget for that. Sure. So essentially they took the elements and some of the story elements and created a completely new story for both movies. Yeah. So neither movie is particularly close to, to the anime. Nathan Lane's cre only credited on three movies and nothing we would talk about, mostly kind of TV and he's more of a novelist than he is a screenwriter. Right. He's written a lot of Warhammer novels. Oh, dope. I, I get into the Warhammer law. I'm not going to lie. Okay, cool. I'm embarrassed to say I was too. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's great law. Great law. No! Uh-huh. Sure. Some of it's absolute trash. <laughs> Starring David Hayter as Sean Barker, a.k.a. The Guyver. Is that Bill's brother? <laughs> Uncle? He, I, I love this man. Like, he was he was everything I needed to, him to be. We have seen him before. Oh. He has a cameo as a cop in Drive. I talked about him on that episode. You did too. He is taking over the role from the original actor, Jack Armstrong. Oh, it's not the same shit. guy between between sequels. Is that why you look so confused about his angst? <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't. He wasn't in the first movie. He doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. So about this movie picks up like in media res and it's just like, this guy is completely different. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, who saw the first movie? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, kids. Just me. <laughs> He's a voice actor and he is mostly known for being the English language voice of Solid Snake. Kept you waiting, huh? Oh, Metal shit. In Metal Gear Solid. Damn. The original voice, before he was replaced with Keith Sutherland. Kept you waiting, huh? Right. Oh, no, he wasn't replaced Shut with the, the fuck Sutherland, up, was yeah. he? Yeah. That's mad. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure that's true. If not, I'll cut myself out. Okay, yeah. I'll that's show a, myself that's out. A, that's an old, old business fact check. Yeah. No, no, no. We don't do that anymore. Yeah. I just cut it out. <laughs> Why the hell does old business even exist? Because of the Adams family. Yeah. <laughs> I will cut in the audio piece now. Old business is old business and new business is new business and this is new business and we do not discuss new business until next quarter. In the late 90s, he transitioned into screenwriting. David Hayter is the screenwriter of X-Men. Wait, wait, wait. Which one? The 90s one? The 2000s one? Yeah. Holy Hugh shit. Jackman. The original X-Men. X2. <laughs> the Scorpion King. Oh. oh my God. And I don't know whether I hate him or love him for that. Yeah, no, and I love him. Watchmen. What Zack the Snyder's fuck? version of Watchmen. Really? Yes. Now, on all of those movies, 
he was rewritten. <laughs> right. But Famously. he laid down a good skeleton. But yeah, so okay. yeah, so he's a, he turns this into being a screenwriter. So he now works the cons. You see him at conventions all the, t- all the time. Okay. So he's kind of got chops? Yeah, he's kind of got chops. No, Maybe he's bit, yeah. like scene writing might not be that good, but yeah. he's like arc writing is pretty dope. I, I think know. at that level, everyone just gets rewritten at yeah. some stage. Especially on a movie like X-Men, which has a yeah. notoriously rocky production. Ah. Because Brian still, st- is a psychopath and a criminal. <laughs> still, as a kid, Allegedly. I loved that movie. Yeah, I never. I was already an adult, and I was not into those movies. The Watchmen. No, it was no. the whole. I, I it was the whole the the in the school. That was. It was just like the school thing as well. It was so good. Yeah, so good. Watch he made his well. David Hayter made his directing debut in 2014 with a horror movie called Wolves. I did watch the trailer. It looked okay. Wait, wait. It looked low budget. What, what was the What was the name? Wolves. Wolves. You said that so weird. Wolves. Wolves. Yeah. So, <laughs> is there an exclamation mark afterwards Wolves. that you're trying to put in there? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I thought I did Ron watch the trailer. Burgundy. was after the colon. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Other cast I will not talk about because almost none of them appear in anything else. There's one. There's one that looks so familiar to me and I need you to tell me if I know them or not. I don't know if you know them or not. They didn't really do... Almost nobody in this movie has done anything. What about the, the leading lady? Who's a scientist, so she's also interested. Uh, what about know. the one I messaged you through the week? No, 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 from nothing. No, I swear nothing. that's a pa- like someone from Power Rangers. Okay, could be. I mean, my Power Rangers <laughs> go, experience go, go, is Power very Rangers. limited to the beginning of Power Rangers. <laughs> trailers. First of all, many we trailers. With our ad again. Oh, wait. Did we? The ratings ad. Oh, the, was the ratings ad on there? Yeah, the ratings ad. Oh, did you also have a crush on the ratings ad girl? Uh, yes, the yeah, everyone yeah. did. The yeah, golf yeah. girl, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, my I, man, Star Wars, Star Wars is coming back to VHS digitally remastered. The epic three-part saga that made motion picture history is coming back to home video, digitally remastered sparkling new versions with CD quality sound. I want to learn the ways of the Force and become a Jedi like my father. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. You watch your language. I have you now. The Force will be with you. Join us or die. I'm not afraid. You will be. I love you. I know. Don't make me destroy you. You must face Darth Vader again. Wall fighters, follow me. I will not fight you, Father. It is your destiny. The Star Wars Trilogy will never again be available on home video in this original version. And it's coming to your galaxy one last time. And then it's gone. I remember when this happened. This is the last version of the unchanged Star Wars movies that is ever been commercially oh, available. the one that you can't find anymore. Yep. I own the widescreen version on VHS of those three unchanged movies. Still. Yes. That's Fuck a, yeah. That's, that's worth kind of a bit of money now. Uh, there's a lot of them around. There's a lot of those tapes flying around. And the trailer actually says this is the last time these versions of the movies will be available. Wow. The trailer lets you know. <laughs> wow. Soon. 
Very soon, in 1997, you will be fucked. <laughs> yeah, soon they're about, be, about to be fucked with. Uh, and it's kind of interesting because this is the era where, and I've talked a little bit about this, the fact that, you know, there's way less available now on streaming than there was in video stores. Mm. But there was also this period of time with VHS where, where things would get vaulted where things were not for sale, where you could not buy them. That's Disney right. is notorious yeah. for doing this. They would make their movies available for sale for a very limited period of time to stoke demand mm. for those sales. And then they would go away and you wouldn't be able to buy those movies anymore. And Star Wars was like that as well. So Star Wars, Star Wars was not always commercially available for you to go and buy in, really? a, in a store. It was released and then it went away. That's, that's incredible. That's it's weird. just a different time. Right? Yeah. Because, like, these, this day and age, like, you just buy it constantly. You know what I mean? Like, you need an updated version. What was the last movie you, for someone. What was the last movie you bought? Oh, I'm, I'm different kettle of fish. I've never bought a movie in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and you're on a podcast about movies, you say. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I've spent my life watching them. Supporting the cinema industry. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I've hired a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Baby's Day Out. Baby Bink had it all. But he wanted more. Baby Bink is not a regular baby. So he went out the door. Our sources tell us that a baby boy got up and crawled away from his home this morning. The family has offered a reward of $5 million. That little doo-doo machine is my retirement money. Baby tracks. Now, three wise guys ah! out for easy money. Are you always this stupid, or do you do this just to annoy me? Are finding out just how hard. Catching a baby can be. Listen, give her a sandwich. Lots she don't need a sandwich. sandwich. Look at her. He'll take them new places. Step on it, idiot. Baby, starboard side. seen a baby around here we just stopped by to admire the beautiful oh word show them new faces <laughs> eddie he's getting up i'm a banana but he isn't about to let anyone he ain't gonna crawl away from this one spoil his day <laughs> From John Hughes, the creator of Home Alone. Ah! Baby luck. Get back up there! I live. Babies day out. You had quite an adventure today. Babies are obviously more dangerous than we thought. <laughs> Directed by Patrick Reed Johnson. Oh my god. It's Home Alone with a baby. I totally forgot about this movie. I've seen this movie so many times. It's written by John Hughes, who wrote Home Alone. Really? It's just Home Alone with a baby. Wow. I, feel, I feel like I mixed this up in my head with like Look Who's Talking and a few of those and, other weird ones. And Dunstan checks in. Yeah, oh. both of them. Look Who's Talking, by the way, solid movie. Holds I, up. I also yeah. thought that the three guys in this kidnapped the baby. Not the baby was escaped I have no, I've never seen this movie. Oh, no really? <laughs> I'm sorry. You're talking to the wrong person about this. He's making a movie in his head again. <laughs> Joe Mantega, Joey Pantaloni, Joey Pants from Goonies, mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff. Lara Flynn Boyle from Twin Peaks, drink. <laughs> and did you recognize the cop in this trailer? Oh, what? no, I did. I didn't write it down. It's the janitor from Scrubs. Neil oh, Flynn. that's right. He make an appearance in something else? He makes yeah. an appearance in a lot of things, so, I think. And they tie it into Scrubs. He's in... 
Oh, fuck me. He's in that Harrison Ford movie where he's on the run and he didn't do it. Oh, and Tommy Lee fugitive. Jones doesn't care. The Fugitive. Yeah. yeah, He's in The Fugitive. He plays a cop in The Fugitive. Ah. There's an episode of Scrubs where Zach Braff's character is watching The Fugitive <laughs> and sees the janitor <laughs> in that movie and then has a conversation with him. He's like, are you in The Fugitive? Yes. Yeah. I feel like Scrubs got real meta for a, for a little while. Oh, yeah. so ridiculous. <laughs> it was better after they got rid of the uh, cartoon sound effects in season one. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of liked them. Yeah, you would. Pentathlon. He was a champion, trained for strength, stamina, and endurance. A world-class athlete, and the only hope for his country. Pentathlon. You must win. Either I win honestly or I lose. Now he's become a target drawn into a deadly duel of international conflict. History is made of chaos and murder. Dolph Lundgren, star of Universal Soldier, Joshua Tree and Johnny Mnemonic, David Soul, and Roger E. Mosley. The most challenging sport is about to become the deadliest game. Pentathlon. Let the game begin. Adult Dolph Lundgren drawn into a deadly duel of international conflict. As opposed to child Dolph Lundgren. I got Is this massive, his actual massive, life story? <laughs> I got massive Jim Carter vibes from this movie. Yeah, true. Oh my God. Directed by Bruce Malmuth. Who the fuck is that guy, right? Yeah. He's the ring announcer at the All Valley Karate Tournament in The Karate Kid. Daniel LaRusso's going to fight. Apparently that guy directs movies. Which one do you think is his claim to fame? That he tells it tells it uh, as I parties. directed a Dolph Lundgren movie or I'm yeah. the All Valley Tournament. <laughs> the All Valley Tournament. Yeah, every time. Yeah. Who's Dolph Lundgren? <laughs> is it just me or did every action you. movie have a bazooka in it back in the day? Oh, yeah. RPGs yeah. and Uzis. Yeah. Is, is it? Do you, do I you could think write a novel called RPGs and Uzis about 80s action cinema. I might do that. Yeah. I'm going to cut that out. No, but is it an RPG or a bazooka? Because they're very different things. Apparently. Mm. Nobody knows what a bazooka is. In the 90s and 2000s, everything was a bazooka. That's that's mm. true. <laughs> yeah. That is true. I think and RPGs only re- swung around with bomby knockers. RPGs only really happened after Black Hawk Down. True. It's that technical military wording. Madonna, Innocence Lost. She is the world's hottest pop icon. Now see the story of the raw ambition. I'm ready for anything. That got her to the top. You have an incredible body. You'd be proud of your little girl. How can you be so cold? I take what I need and I move on. Take an intimate look at Madonna's personal and professional life in the unauthorized biography, Madonna, Innocence Lost. It's a TV movie. The okay. unauthorized biopic about Madonna. I the casting but she's was the main actor. It's not. The casting is so good that I I also thought it was Madonna until I looked fuck? it up. No, it's a TV movie unauthorized biopic. Did they need to do a Whoa. biopic this like this early? <laughs> they missed a bit. Well, that, they missed yeah. all of her being married to Guy Ritchie because <laughs> <laughs> that worked out so well. Fuck. Tarumi Matthews is the name of the actress that plays Madonna. Just one of those people like 
She just it's looks just a look exactly. Like. She probably same. never acted before in her life. Looks like Madonna. They cast her. It's a TV movie. So. Yeah. Was she any good? Is the question. I don't know. We will never know. We will never know. Else? No. No. Oh. No. She was Madonna that one time. Uh, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Scout. You're the very first Scout we've ever sent this deep into South Central Mexico. I'm here to see a baseball game. I'm a, a Scout. Hey, ball! Yesterday I saw a game played by five men, two women, a child, and a goat at third base. You must be here to see Steve Nebraska. Who? That's the greatest ball player that ever lived. When Al Percola discovered Steve Nebraska, he had to convince himself he wasn't dreaming. Oh, my God almighty! Want to be a New York Yankee? Okay, let's do it. chance to finally be somebody we're gonna be rich you know it's not a good idea to say you're gonna be rich let's go back down there and tell them that we're not gonna be rich no 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 it's too late now but for steve come on steve stand up and take a bow it was a chance just to be himself i left my heart <laughs> whoever that may be Mexican? No, he's just playing in the Mexican league because he's oh, because he's old. Right. It's not Brendan Fraser doing brownface. Right. Okay. It, but it, trust it, you. To, <laughs> but trust you to go there. I, I, he even has an accent at certain points, but that's probably because he's living there. Yeah. So Albert Brooks, Brendan Fraser, and Diane Weist in a baseball picture, directed by Michael Ritchie. Again, you guys don't know shit about shit. So director of a bunch of movies that I love. It, this is towards the end of his career, but he had worked from like the ni- early uh, 60s, late 60s. He directed Downhill Racer with Paul Newman, Prime Cut with Gene Hackman, which is like a fucking hell of a picture. Yeah, I think I've heard of that The one. Candidate, The Bad News Bears. Yeah. He's the uncredited on the proto early 80s scream slasher student bodies, which is an insane movie. I feel like I've heard that. Fletch. Oh. Yeah, okay. Wildcats. 
the golden child. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Fletch lives. Yeah. And <laughs> and Digstown, which is again one of my favorite movies from from childhood. Golden child. So most man. of those movies, most of Michael Ritchie's movies are on the list. I had not seen this movie. I have since seen this movie. It was a good time. Okay. Yeah. It I looks like it. a good time. Yeah. Can we watch the Golden Child soon, please? It's on the list. Mad. Yeah. And Steve Nebraska is a hell of a name <laughs> yeah. for a baseball player. <laughs> yeah. That's a great name. It is. That's a good day at the Word Factory when you come up with that name. <laughs> Steve Nebraska. Steve Nebraska. <laughs> and then we got the legendary Australian copyright warning designed to still be legible when you fast forward past it. Have you ever bought or rented a videotape that wasn't quite right? It may have been a pirate copy, an illegal and inferior copy for which you paid good money. Pirated tapes are recognisable by poorly presented or photocopied jackets poor sound and or picture quality, the lack of sensor and other labels on the face and spine of the tape, and the absence of warnings, such as this at the beginning of the tape presentation. Pirate tapes rob artists and studios of their rightful income and add to the cost of a video to the consumer. Video piracy is a major problem in Australia. Please help us stop it. If you buy or rent a tape which you believe is not the genuine article, please phone this toll-free number for advice. Or write to Post Office Box 515 Monavale, New South Wales, 2103. This message is brought to you by the Australasian Film and Video Securities Office. Have you got what you paid for? The one that oh, was super, yeah. super slow. It's the really long. Is I actually fast forwarded through it. Yeah, yeah, so it's really long with a voiceover, <laughs> and there is one word on screen at a time while somebody is talking about piracy and why, you know, look for these things that piracy is bad. Yeah, I remember. And that. it is designed that when you fast forward through it, you can read the words, have you got what you paid for? Mm, right. I, I actually do remember that. That's, yeah, that's yeah. effective. Is, is this before the time where people knew that piracy just meant someone stands in front of the camera in the cinema? Yeah. You can, yeah. Oh, yeah you, this is fake. And it's before you could download a car. Yeah. yeah. More trailers after the movie. Who is going to recap the premise of oh, Guy the Dark fuck. Hero? It's going to be Adam, right? Yeah, it's no, going to be you. Gonna be Adam. Gonna Rock be off you. for it. <laughs> nah, it's going to be Guy you. Guy the Dark Hero. No, I can't even... I can't even I can't even tell you what it's about. All right, let, give me, give me uh, a red hot dig. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You've got to do it. Come on. Guy of a Dark Hero is about a man confused about his identity, but the identity is actually a weird morph alien thing inside him and also other people that You're seem, lost in the weeds. That seem confused that they're also aliens inside them until they're the aliens inside them. Everybody thinks that this is so much easier than it is, and then you try and do it on the pod and everybody fails. It's oh, fucking hard. I did well with Delta, Delta Force, thank you. Yeah, Trump. yeah, Delta Force was clean. It was very easy. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck Norris, as cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> is he anything else? Not in Colombia. <laughs> Brody. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> Our hero wears a alien power suit and fights other aliens. Are you wearing it if it's inside you? <laughs> <laughs> or is it wearing you? It, remember, it comes out through the weird neck anus. Oh, oh, my God, it does. There is a weird thing with Japanese anime and, like, having things in the nape of your neck. Anyone seen Attack on Titan? No? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, you haven't. You have definitely not. I don't know what the not. fuck you're talking about. Uh, I, I'm aware of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to explain Attack on Titan. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Good. Can you give me the Can we leave the room? Yeah. In the Blockbuster Entertainment Guide to Movies and Videos from year 1998, 
Guyver Dark Hero is definitely in here. Oh my God, thank God. Guyver 2, Dark Hero. Our hero discovers alien creatures haunting an archaeology dig and must revert to his armor-clad alter ego to stop them. The sporadic monster battles are fun, though this is too violent for a younger audience and runs way too long. Three and a half stars. Um, that opening line was a was fucking it? great summary <laughs> did, of the did movie. Did you say haunted or hunting? Haunting. Ha- haunting. Yep. Yeah, kind of. I, I don't think that's the word. They also have the they review for the Guyver. Yeah, it hit us up. From 1992. Ho-hum college student finds a strange helmet that turns him into a popular Japanese comic book hero. A band of ugly mutants want the helmet for their own evil designs, as does a shady CIA agent. Rousing special effects and performances make this US-Japanese film one to watch four stars. Whoa. That would not be my review of the original movie. Can I just say, in that book, I think things that are a little safer and tamer in terms of ratings get a better rating. I think that that is probably true. Yeah. Yeah. The the words that were said in that description were a little bit cutting towards the movie, but that's a fair rating. Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay, good. Can I also say some cutting words throughout <laughs> this podcast? Save them. Janet Maslin of the New York Times has definitely never seen this movie. Yeah. I could find no reviews for this movie when it came out. Really? <laughs> that's a shame. It is a straight-to-video release in most parts of the world, except for Japan and other parts of Asia. The closest thing I came to finding a review was finding an ad for its theatrical run in the Philippines, where it was marketed as... Predator 3. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> That's gold. Shoot over here. I have just now. shot the poster for Predator 3 that is actually Guy for Dark Hero can, can onto I, the table. Can I, get, can I uh, read the tagline? Sure. Uh, there's two. Yeah, this gives you a bit of a blurb. It comes from a distant galaxy to hunt people for sport. <laughs> the first it? time it landed in the jungle, then it chose Los Angeles. Now the Predator is back and this time is targeting from a special effects team that brought you Jurassic Park, Terminator 2, and Stargate? Because what? Steve Wang worked with Stan Winston oh. Studios. Was this all- So that's not a lie. <laughs> was was Jurassic Park, I Terminator mean, 2, and Stargate before this movie? Yes. This movie's How from 1994. Stargate so fucking terrible. before this movie. Stargate's 1994. Wow. It's the same year as this movie. Um, Predator 3. <laughs> yeah, also the last part of what he said was not a lie. The start of it definitely was. <laughs> half, half man, half alien, all hero. That's the actual tagline. For the movie, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Unbelievable, right? What? Unbelievable. First of all, he's <laughs> copyright and like, not a thing. No, no, nothing. Not back then. Yeah, okay. Because who sees this newspaper except for the people of, of Manila? Manila. <laughs> right. It's the Manila Times or whatever. So this got no success throughout the world. None whatsoever. <laughs> of any kind. <laughs> to provide some context about what was happening in movies in April of 1994 when this movie came out, the top movies, this did not go theatrical, so this movie doesn't exist in the box office dojo of any kind. <laughs> but the top movies of April of 1994 were D2, The Mighty Ducks. Great film. Holds uh, up. I'm, I'm down for that. That's on the list. Four Weddings okay. and a Funeral. Oh, I, I kinda, solid. The, the, it's not bad, except for the, the mumbling man. I'm not my kind of movie, but it's a solid movie. I've never seen it. The all-woman Western Bad Girls, which we saw the trailer for. Oh, shit, yeah. We should watch that, man. That was, one of the, that was in the top five movies of April of 1994. <laughs> it looks like good How fun. No one's ever heard of it again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It may not be okay in this day and age. <laughs> and a science fiction movie that I had completely forgot existed, starring Ray Liotta, and directed by future GoldenEye director Martin Campbell, No Escape. Which was nah. Which, which 
is basically like Mad Max in a jungle prison. Oh, fuck yeah. It's a slightly classier version of the Australian exploitation classic Turkey Shoot. <laughs> okay. And it all, which is a hell of a movie, hell of a picture. It's also got Lance Hendrickson, Ernie Hudson, Kevin Dillon, Johnny Drama from, from Entourage. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And it's produced. Matt Dillon's brother, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's produced by G- Gail Ann Hurd, co creator of The Terminator and producer of Aliens and all of other James yeah. Cameron's earlier movies. We talked about it before. Yeah. And I was like, I had just forgotten that this movie existed. So I also have watched that in the in the past month. Is that going to be on the list? It is on the list. That sounds like a fucking great time. I had time. seen it when I was a kid, but I had just forgotten that it existed. Yeah. Ken, yeah. have you got some free time over the last few last Yeah, time? I had a lot of time. If you look at my letterbox, there is a spike. <laughs> yeah, I had the exact same well, thing. Where you will be able to guess where my child was born. <laughs> I watched a lot of movies. Did you watch them with him? Yes, of course. Yeah, I, we've gone through at least a few of the Predators, some of the Terminators. Mm. Get, get a gory straight away. His first movie yeah. was Police Story Two with Jackie Chan. Oh, and I, you know, I'm yeah, pretty sure classic. he didn't understand the subtitles, the because it's all subtitled. But you know, I, he was into the action. Do you, yeah. know, you can watch that movie unsubtitled. You can watch that movie it. without sound and still <laughs> enjoy it. Okay, my backstory for <laughs> Guy the Dark Hero. <laughs> I saw the first movie when I was a kid. I remember the cover very, very clearly. That is a being a small child and walking into a video store and seeing a cover that appealed that appealed to me because it was a white cover with four monsters posing on it. Posing. Just four monsters like, like, like Spice Girls-esque sort of. Kind of, yeah. A little bit, right? <laughs> like on a white album background. cover. Spice World. <laughs> In a very Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles font. Oh, yeah. And the title of that movie was not The Giver. It was Mutronics. Yeah, I would have fucking got that movie too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So it wait, drew wait, my eye. Mutronics. Mut- Mutronics. Like mutants. Mutant electronics. <laughs> uh, there's no mutants or electronics in this movie apart from the guy in the no, suit. No, no, I mean, it kind of makes not sense. This, as I oh. said, it's not this movie. It's the first movie. Wait, does the first movie have them as mutants, not as aliens? What? No, they're still aliens. Just don't I mean, confused. they kind of are mutants. <laughs> Oh, my God. No, mutants are technically okay. different things, <laughs> okay. Oh man. Okay. All I'm saying is it was clearly trying to cash in on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. yeah. And it, <laughs> I took the bait is what I'm saying. No, no, so no, we no, no, no. watched that movie. The other thing that attracted me to that movie is that the lead, according to the box of that VHS, was Mark Hamill. Fucking <laughs> hell. Yes, Mark Hamill is in the first movie. Yeah, but he's not As the lead. Who? He's not the lead. Yeah. He's no, not the lead. He's probably the highest grossing there actor is a, in there it. There is another poster. There is another poster for the first Guyver movie that is half of the Guyver face and the other half of the poster is Mark Hamill. Making Was he recast or something? No, making you think that Mark Hamill is the Guyver. <laughs> who is Mark he? Hamill is not the Guyver. He's a CIA agent that's barely in the movie. <laughs> Oh, that's gold. Oh, just marketing. marketing so that was my experience. That was gold. my experience of seeing the f- seeing the first movie. So well, I was watching very it as, dis- as, a, as a child disappointed. You're like, where's Mark Hamill? Okay, spoilers. <laughs> Mark Hamill also fucking dies in the movie. Like, he doesn't even make it all the way through. I was so upset. <laughs> right? That's a way to upset a lot of kids. Yeah. Anyway, so cut to many, many, many years later, and I'm a teenager in the video store, and I see the cover for Guyver Dark Hero, and the cover of it is the is the Guyver, right? Yeah. And I go, wait a second. <laughs> I know that face. I know that. <laughs> so I wait, take it home, you- put it on, and I'm 
the exact right age to watch bloody Power Rangers. Yes. So it becomes a movie that I inflict on everybody. And thank <laughs> including you. Including us. Including <laughs> thank you. Thank you for your service. Which is essentially the premise of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So it is a movie that I definitely showed lots and lots of people. And that is my backstory with Guy. To disappointment. Around. What was people's general? I would say that my perspective on this movie has shifted as I got older. Yeah. But yeah. as at the time when I was watching it, it was just the fact that it was bloody Power Rangers was like enough. Yeah. Right. How was it received by your by your yeah, child, by your child people were like what the f- people were like yeah like what the fuck is this movie? You make <laughs> us watch the Stranger shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, and why do we hang out with so, you? <laughs> there are two versions of this movie. Uh-huh. There is a ninety-minute version of this movie. Why didn't we watch that? <laughs> which one? we did not watch. We watched the uncut version. <sighs> the ninety the ninety-minute cut cuts out most of the relationship drama and quite a bit of the blood. <laughs> Quite a bit yeah. to make it to make it palatable for children. <laughs> the relationship made fuck all sense. It didn't work at all. The ending is great though. <laughs> so is this- it? <laughs> what? Yes. Let's talk our way through it. So this movie is pretty hard to find. There is a DVD out of print. You can chase them down on eBay if you want to spend money on them. But don't. The whole <laughs> uncut version is on a very popular video. <laughs> Site, yeah, you can just search that's for the title of the movie and it will come up. Mm. Are you not supposed to say, like, I well, we on the like ABC, you're not supposed to advertise I it? I just now? don't like to. I'm of the opinion that, that every movie should be available, but when movies so when movies aren't available, I like to direct people to where they could find them, but I also like for filmmakers to get paid for their work. Yeah, I, it's, a fi- it's a fine line to tread, it's a very fine line to tread, right? You're so, providing options, and I own it on VHS, so I feel like I am allowed to watch it in HD. <laughs> On YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Sources for this episode, I found online a Japanese making of really? from the Laserdisc version of this movie. Oh, I forgot so about Japanese thank you. making of. How so, did you get through that? So I thank forgot you. about well, Laserdisc. Well, it, um, it was a mix of like voiceover, Japanese voiceover, and then English interviews yeah, that were subtitled right. in Japanese. Yeah. Yeah, so I was able to kind of tell what was going on. And there's some good stuff of like behind the scenes of the makeup and the stunt team and, 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 bits, and bits and pieces. Okay. And I'll talk a little bit about during it, the things that I saw in it that I thought were interesting in regards to the filmmaking. So thank you to the Giver channel on YouTube for having uploaded that. Wait, they have a whole channel? Well, no, Why no, no. It's not, not official. It's just a guy <laughs> that has a Giver channel where he just puts Giver things on. His last name's Ver. I do believe he has a TikTok that I follow. <laughs> I would not be surprised. No. Yeah. So, I just love clips of it. Okay. So- Shall we talk our way through? Yes, Driver please. One of the strongest starts to a movie ever. Well, I'm not going to start with the start. <laughs> all right, all right. I feel like I should probably. I feel like I should probably recap the first movie. Yeah, thank um, you. That'd be why great. didn't you do that for us? Before we watch it? <laughs> so, admittedly, I did not remember this being as sequely as it seems to be from it the is, opening. It oh, is oh. such a hard sequel. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. It's almost a cold start. <laughs> so. I, I think that there are certain like series of movies where you don't need to see the first movie if no. the second movie is like better, right? Well, and yeah. we, there's, there's that and, you know, good filmmaking usually explains the, the premise or has <laughs> some exposition. Anyway. Everything was explained in this movie. Here's a quick <laughs> terribly. Plot, here's a quick plot recap of the first movie for those that came in late, yes. i.e. you two. <laughs> it starts with a researcher for the Kronos Corporation, Dr. Sagawa stealing an alien device called the Giver unit and then going on the run. He is killed by the Kronos head goons, including a guy named Liska, 
which is a name that becomes important in this movie mm-hmm. <laughs> because there's references to him. Yeah. yeah. So he's the big bad of the first movie. But Sagawa hides the unit. Mark Hamill playing Max Reed, Sorry. the CIA agent. For some, for some reason, I almost thought that the main character's name was Mark Hamill. Yeah, it may as well have been, right? <laughs> Goes to tell Sagawa's daughter about her father because he is trying to find him and he's looking to take down the Kronos Corporation. Her boyfriend... Sean. Oh. oh, is this his girlfriend in the first? Yeah, yeah. the beginning. Yeah. 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 Like, I was like, Th- that, who is she? That plot line that just disappears <laughs> so that he can have a new love interest. Yeah. 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 The 90-minute version, she doesn't appear. They just cut her out. That's right. right. Oh, of course. <laughs> he follows- Or takes away nothing. He yeah. follows the daughter and Mark Hamill to the crime scene. I don't know why. Why yeah. did they go to the crime scene? And yeah. ends up getting, well, I, I don't know why either. It doesn't, <laughs> I don't remember. I saw the movie when I was a child. This, <laughs> this, this recap is mostly from Wikipedia. <laughs> um, he then ends up finding the Giver and being fused with it. And it turns out, of course, that he gets attacked by a Wait, gang. the boyfriend, not Mark Hamill. The boyfriend, not yeah. Mark Hamill. Turns out that Liska and everyone who works at Kronos are zoonoids. Mutants. Humans, humans that can turn into rubber monsters. Not, not mutant electronics. No, mutronics, yeah. <laughs> Sean has to rescue the daughter. Everybody ends up getting captured by Kronos. Sean's actually killed. He actually dies, and then the Giver reconstructs him. Of course. Is this in some of the weird flashback nightmares? That stuff is not from the first movie. It's for ah. the second movie ah. because that is actually uh, David Hayter in the. Uh, in the scene yeah. as well, oh, so the yeah. original actor. Mark Hamill is experimented on by the Kronos Corporation, turns into a giant cockroach and dies. <laughs> turns into a giant cockroach. He's such a good sport. I fucking love that man. Uh, and then Sean kills Liska and all of the other Zoonodes, including the head of the Kronos Corporation with, oh, his, and, with and, his chest cannon. And, <laughs> yes. and blows up the building? Yeah, right. So basically destroys the entire company. That's the only thing I figured out. <laughs> and that's the, the first newspaper movie. clippings. Yeah. We'll all with the same, oh, we'll talk about the newspaper clippings. I have, oh my God, did yes. you notice? No. Oh my God, we will talk about those fucking newspaper <laughs> clippings. Exciting. By the way, that the first movie runs 88 minutes with credits. <laughs> yeah. There's not, much, there's not much substance. <laughs> One year later, our movie starts. We get a voiceover prologue. The Giver unit. It's, it's been, been a year, a year since, since the alien armor invaded my body and became a part of me. <laughs> a year since I first became the Giver and destroyed the Kronos Corporation and their shape-changing killers, the Zoonoids. Now Kronos is gone, but the Giver stays in me, calling me to fight, to kill. It's so fucking good. That it doesn't give you any information. <laughs> But like what other highlight. information like because, do you okay, need? Because we go from that to, <laughs> let me move forward a little bit, to no, no, him no. being a vigilante? Well, yeah. Okay, so because he's being called <laughs> to fight. No, no, to kill. Like yeah. he's a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Like he's a serial killer. The first shot of the movie is actually like really fucking cool. The yeah. first real shot of the movie is the guy that out of focus looking at the city. And it's kind of striking and visually interesting. Shame about the rest of the movie. Batman. <laughs> I don't wear, shut up. <laughs> shut up. I'll let you talk when it's your um, can, can, can you can you mention something from uh, Dark Knight? Or oh, can you tie it into the Dark Knight? <laughs> Probably he's, could. He's watching the city, protecting the city. <laughs> protecting the city. We're on a dock. They're, they're both at night time. <laughs> We're on a dock. It's, it's night time. <laughs> oh, he does his symbol. <laughs> right? At a warehouse slash factory, a 
multiracial gang of stuntmen is beating up on a security guard. First of all, all right, the costume department. Oh my God. What the fuck were they the thinking? The white suit oh. way too big. I'll take one of everything. Please. <laughs> yes. All right, this, this sequence coming in goes pretty hard. Let me talk about it and then you can, <laughs> yeah, you can okay, highlight okay. what stood out for you. Uh-huh. So basically it's a bunch of gang guys. Yes, there's a guy in a in like Harvey Dent's leftover suit. <laughs> yeah. And um, they are hiding dolls in cocaine. Yeah. No, no. Uh, cocaine. cocaine and doll. I'm yeah. so tired. No, as dolls, it's plastic. Yeah, they're holding. You melt it down. It's a hundred percent cocaine. Makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> they send a guy to investigate a strange noise. <laughs> he gets murked. There's a nice high fall onto a car. Some of the stunt work is actually kind some of, of the stunt work is great. There are people getting murked left, right, and center as oh, well. Oh yeah, you know, you know why? And Japanese stunt team. Yeah, and there's fucking like hard. the violence of him like just breaking their limbs. Yeah, yeah. So this is like just it starts hard with like the oh. Well, rotations at power range. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. Well, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of like way too much flipping. Yeah, and just people right? colliding And with also shit. the entire score from Terminator 2. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that just fucks everybody up until they open fire. Of course, they miss him. They didn't they, shoot anything. It was oh, like they, well, they fire, frame. But they must be in a fog machine factory because of what shoots out of the pipes. The yeah. only reason they shot at anything was to justify the fog The fog, in. yeah. And then, <laughs> and then the guy that steps out of the fog machine and then they Huge do dramatic entrance. The, the close up, and we get the the breath. He does it takes a like Darth Vader breath, yeah. and then little little CO two shoots out of his little cheek holes. <laughs> it's fucking so great. fucking good. It's so fucking good. good there is nothing I wrong feel like with this, this. Is the only scene in which the suit like looks fantastic. You know what? I, I actually have notes. About, I have notes about that too. And the, you know why? Because right. it's fucking nighttime, and the whole rest <laughs> of the movie it's daytime. <laughs> he deflects the bullets back at them. Everybody forgets that they have guns. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he just like, fucks everybody up. The, the the main goons like get him and then they're like, okay, we'll muscle up. After he just, sh- like they shot yeah. at him and he's like, bullets don't work. Let me take this club that I have in my hand. Yeah. So there's one dude with a katana. There's two katanas. Yeah. But there's some good stunt bumps. It's the best fight in the movie for a couple of reasons. The suit looks cool at night. And he's fighting people who can see what they're doing, unlike later where he's fighting people in rubber monster suits yeah. who are clearly blind. But you know what it is? It's the Power Rangers thing where throughout the show they're fighting the little goons that are wearing like the Lycra. Yeah, the putties. putties. Yes, Ken. I just yes. watched the, the Power Rangers reunion thing is on Netflix. And oh, okay. It Good. only runs an hour and oh my God, no. Okay. But <laughs> that's the only reason I remember they're called the putties. But like- the, the whole show, they're fighting these guys and they're doing mad flips, they're doing sick shit, and you're like, this is awesome. And then at the end of the show, they, like, get into a big robot and fight some massive dude in a rubber suit, and it's not anywhere near as cool. Yeah. Because they're like, a massive robot, man. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's a whole <laughs> it's a whole power industry. Yeah, the guy that kills the main, you know, Harvey Dent-looking gangster with his retractable forearm blades and then oh, uses- Straight up murders him. The laser in his in his head to write his name into some metal. Yes. Why does he Zorro the place? I don't yeah. know. I don't like, know. Why is the suit driving him to do that? <laughs> but, well, he's basically, is he a passenger? Like- that's the How thing. much control does he have? That's the thing. Like, is he getting post-traumatic stress from like being the body that is committing these Just murders? Disassociated yeah. murders. <laughs> is he? But the questions like, behind this he's, movie he's are like real. Is he Phil inside Jack Death. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes. To do another callback. So <laughs> Sean passes behind something and changes back into Sean. Some cops arrive and find the name. <laughs> It's this guy again, like he's been around And it transitions to the title card and the credits. One thing that is interesting in the credits is that Steve Wang is co-credited with the creature effects with a guy named Moto Hatter, 
and that the stunt coordinator is Kochi Sakamoto, who's also the stunt coordinator for Drive. So it's the same fight ah. coordinator. We talked about him on that on the Drive episode as well. He went on to be basically the fight coordinator, stunt coordinator in New Zealand for Power Rangers when Power Rangers yep, 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 yep. And he was there for a really, really, really long time. Sean wakes from a nightmare, turns on his TV, and on screen is Kung Fu Rascal, Steve Wang's first movie. Oh, what? That, that's, that, so it's that's his first him, low budget movie. That's, that's, awesome. that's him plugging his own movie. Plugging himself. Yeah. And also because he owns it, so he can put it. That's some Charles Band shit. It is a little Charles <laughs> Band yeah. shit. Yeah. And yeah, the back of Sean's neck where the Giver lives. The, the neck anus? Neck, his double neck anus. <laughs> starts to pulse. <laughs> Kira, oh. Glad Kira's not on this one, really, yeah. honestly. <laughs> he flashes. He gets flashes of some body horror shit where the Giver took over his body from inside his mind. Then you can practically smell the methocell. <laughs> for, special, for special effects people, you know what that is. The goop that's on him ah, is a product called methocell. Thank it's, you very much. Yeah. You know, there's two kind of products you use in movies if you want to make somebody slimy. That is... KY jelly, ah, actual lube, okay, like buckets of lube, which by the way you can just buy on Amazon for <laughs> And if you want to goop, if you want to goop something up. and methicil, which is like a, I don't even know what it's for. It's not for this, but special effects people use it, and it's non-toxic. Okay, right. can we talk about how he transforms? We will when we get to actually see it. Okay, because we haven't bizarre. comes out his neck because we haven't actually bizarre. seen okay, it. Okay, yet. okay, true, true, true. Yeah, why was he triggered by this movie? Is it a dream? Was it not a dream? <laughs> what? Because he wakes up. Again? Yeah, like yeah. He, like he yeah. didn't know what like happened the night before. No, yeah. oh, 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 God. Yeah, so we're all, we're, we're, this, this is actually quite a deep thing. We're kind of inceptioning it. Yeah. Like, how many so, levels of murder does he have? <laughs> but like, how much control does he have? Like, what yeah. if the suit wanted him to kill we get, someone who changed and was a good guy? Okay, we get exposition fire. <laughs> News articles that Sean has pinned to his wall. Mm. The headlines first. Only I'm two of with them, the- though, is like no no big red string. No, no, He's no. just got two. No, well, there's only been two. <laughs> <laughs> the first headline reads, reads, Mysterious explosion at Kronos Corp, downtown headquarters. Fire officials suspect arson. So-called Giver leaves his trademark at crime scene. <laughs> the text on both the articles is exactly the same. Yeah. It's the script. You're <laughs> fucking kidding. There is dialogue on those pages and you can see Sean's name. Yes. Sean is reading about himself in the paper literally because the text is for what happens in the scene we are watching. No. It is not it's not because he can't remember it, surely, It says right? in the background, we hear the TV, but Sean has still not heard it, having not reached this part of the script yet. Shut the fuck up. That's what the text on the newspaper article says. That's way too were, meta. Were they meta or was just art department real lazy? I when think this is a paper we I have around. It, I think that it's them just fucking around. That's mad. <laughs> I yeah. love that. There's another headline. Verdict still out on armored vigilante. The subheading. Security guard in critical condition, not expected to recover. Uh, that dude died at the scene. Yeah. He <laughs> was he like got shot. Yeah. Which one? The one that, the one that got the... machine gunned. Yeah. No, no, the second. He didn't get machine gunned. He did. It was a pistol. Okay. <laughs> he got shot multiple times. Yeah, yeah. yeah in slow did. motion where you could see the blanks like yeah. exploding. That oh, guy the script, did not the need to die. Good. Yeah, I like the script. <laughs> that, guy got, that guy got done hard yeah. and he did not need to die. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Sean flips through a folder holding Chekhov's sketches and on the TV, an episode of Inside Exposure starts, so he hits record. They're reporting on a werewolf attack in Utah. I love the reporter in that. She's so stone-faced. She's just <laughs> reading off a, off, a, off a script in front of her. It piques Sean's interest 
there's this yokel whose brother was killed and tells him that it, the creature that killed them looked like the cave paintings he found. And the paintings, of course, look just like Sean's sketches. I.E. went looking for this cave to verify Doug's story, and we found it. But an archaeological expedition investigating the cave was suspiciously uncooperative when we asked to shoot inside. Next up, more Elvis sightings. More Elvis sightings. So this, this, when the news was reporting, that was the moment it dawned on me. I was like, hang on a second. I thought this was a Japanese movie. And it's just like, oh my God, what, what am I watching? It's a co-production. Yeah. <laughs> it's an American Japanese co-production. Wait, did you, did you think like the Giver was a white guy? No, I thought the whole movie was a Japanese movie. I thought we were watching a Japanese movie. I think the only guy that we saw that was Japanese so far was the guy with the two katanas. Yeah, true. True. All, all of the stuntmen. Yeah, true. Everybody in a rubber suit is Japanese. Everyone who you don't <laughs> see their face. Yeah. yeah. Sean goes and talks to Miski, his girlfriend from the first movie. What's her name? Miski. Not Misty? No, Miski. Because <laughs> it's Miss. It's it's a Japanese name and that's the sh- he's using a shortened version of her Japanese name. And I'm not going to try and pronounce her Japanese name because I didn't write it down. They're estranged from each other. She's seen the news and he is still killing. <laughs> so she knows exactly yeah. what And he like claims that. it is the guy but not him. But like at this point. Stop I, trying to make this movie deep. But like, no, no, no. no <laughs> so he doesn't have control. I mean, that would make this interesting if this movie was about him learning to control the guy. True. But no, not in this movie. And like, this will never matter. <laughs> this will never matter. No, not at all. Like you honestly never get any delineation between him having control and not having no. control. But yeah. The beginning's a lot of angst, and then he's like, "Okay, I'm in. Let's fight some weird things." Yeah, yeah. So, it's great that I have this now. But if you're if you're yeah. Miska Miska Miski Miski, if you're Miski, you know the person who is out killing bad people, but killing every night. Are you just okay with that? Well. Her father was involved. It gets complex. <laughs> all right, all right, fair. He saved your life. He tells her about the news. Werewolves. Werewolves. Zoonoids. If you saw Lisker or Balkus for the first time, what would you God, think? God, stop it. I don't want to hear it anymore. There are no more Zoonoids. Kronos is gone. Can't you let it go? Like, we're meant to know what the fuck that is. Well, you would have if you've seen the first movie. Yeah, I was so confused by the, this point, uh, but loving every bit. The <laughs> daytime TV dramatic turn away from oh, her. I was about oh, to there's say, a couple of them. There's so many soap opera turns. So good. He needs to let her go. This isn't going to work, is it? <laughs> and then he turns around turns and just interrupts her, interrupts her, and it does, they don't, nothing's said. No. Nothing is said. It's so good. He's had hitchhikes to Utah. <laughs> Oh, fuck. All right, so this is probably, I ask this every point with movies like this, do no. they know what they're making? Yes. <laughs> so it's, it's a kind of no, a bit of fun. No, but no. Like, it, they know that they're making a Power Rangers level adaptation. Mean, kind For of adults. Fun. Yeah, they kind of know what they're doing. Like, Steve Wang is into this kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like, he's into into manga and anime. Yeah. He's of Asian descent himself. They're making a slocky movie of something that they clearly, he loves. Yeah. Because he's been involved in two of these movies. Yeah, okay. But he doesn't got the budget, and they're also trying to make it in the Japanese style. They're not trying to really make an English Interesting. It's, it's, it's kind of a, it's an ad- English adaptation, but it's still very much in a Japanese style. Yeah, okay, that's right? probably why I love it so much. Yeah, yeah, like because yeah. I just it doesn't matter to me that it's kind of like this and kind of you know it and has it, those. And then it runs more than two hours. Yeah, so long. Yeah, he what? gets to Hidden Springs in Utah. 
at the general store here are some locals. Hey, where's that cave? (laughs) So blunt about it. I have to see the cave. (laughs) Corey, who is buying supplies, overhears him and asks him what he wants to know about the dig. She works at the dig. He just randomly shows her his crazy dream sketches. Yeah. And then she reacts to the image of what is clearly three guyvers and leaves. He, of course, ends up begging her to take him with. She drives off and then comes back. Why? <laughs> this is what was going on. So at this point up to the movie. Well, no, I, we know why. She says she's a scientist. I know what it's like to need to know. She knows what it's like to need to know. Oh, <laughs> that, that I was like. Who wrote that? Yeah. Who wrote this? Nathan, Who wrote this? So, Nathan Lane. <laughs> so the bits I did Brody, hate. Brody knows him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the bits I did hate about this movie is the there's dialogue. so much. Yeah, yeah, kind of. But there's just so much business. There is so much business. There's so much business. Like why drive away in that scene just to have it be resolved immediately? Drama. You know? There's no, there's no drummer in it though. Pretty drummer is conflict. But that's the thing. That's, <laughs> that's one why of the he reasons. does the turn away. <laughs> exactly. There's so much business. This conversation about the last movie, the driving away, the conversing with the someone at the store. There's just so much conversation. There's a lot of business. So much business and nothing gets fucking said. There's like half an hour to 45 minutes of too much business. There's like a, so we have the opening fight scene and then yeah. there's like an hour before anything happens. Right. And the Thank movie, you. and the movie still has an hour to go. Yes. Yeah. It just hurts me. <laughs> they arrive at the dig site. She tells him to follow her lead. There's a lot of security and she tells Sean that, it's because of the way. He's with me He's and with walks me. in. <laughs> yeah. Inside the cave, Corey is called away. So Sean gives himself a little self-guided tour. Of course, the whole cave and is, like, a, and is like a build. It's 10, a set. And like 10 to 15 minutes of self-guided cave wall. Oh yeah. my God. So much so business. Much it's yeah. agony at this point. This is where all the money is in this movie. On this set. Why? Oh. It's a big set. It's a good looking set. A lot of styrofoam. So they can do the end fight there. He finds the image of the three guyvers exactly from his little sketchbook. Corey catches up with him. She then introduces him to her father, Marcus Edwards. We find out that he's under pressure from the corporation and their man on site, Crane. We don't need Peter. It's soon they're going to shut us down. Peter, I'm tired of them treating this expedition like an oil well. I know, I know, but they're management. Well, you and I had an agreement. I find you your pay dirt, but I run the show my way. Hey, that's what I want. And I'm going to keep him off as long as I can. Just do a good job, okay? I can't make miracles. Yes, you can. That's why you're here. Also, there is their head of security, Volker. Corey lies that Sean is from State, the university, and has come up late to join the project. Does Edwards, Marcus Edwards, the father, look like anybody to you guys? Not her dad. They don't look related. He's not wearing Alan Grant's wardrobe. Oh, yeah, he definitely is. He is wearing Alan yeah. Grant's wardrobe. <laughs> from Jurassic he, Park. Sam Neill in Jurassic Alan Park. Alan Grant. Right. He's dressed exactly <laughs> like he's wearing the blue shirt tucked in the tan pants and the and hat. hat. Yeah. <laughs> Corey introduces Sean to Bob who shows him the ropes. I like Bob. Bob doesn't have a lot to do, but Bob's Bob's kind of fun. Mm. He's always just around. Sean's being watched by a completely out of focus man. We will meet shortly. So suspicious. There are some shots in this movie that are just out. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And not on purpose. They didn't have the money to shriek you. (laughs) Bob is using a brush on a skull. Lisker. Sean just whispers Lisker for no reason. Yeah, I know. The bad guy. Not Zoonoid. The bad guy. The bad guy from the first movie. Yeah. Is that the bad guy from the first movie? Yeah, Yeah. Lisker is the name of the bad guy from the first movie. Yeah, but why did he say that with a skull? It's not like. Because it looks like Lisker, who is. I I I I wouldn't have minded like a flashback. 
to yeah, that explain helped. that. There's every chance that they were not produced by the financed by the same company, and they uh, were not able to access the the footage from the first movie. <laughs> so, did you tell us how much they spent on this movie? Do I you don't know? know. No, no budget. Oh. Budgets must be because it it's seems like they spent a bit. It's a couple, but probably not in the right parts. Probably millions, but yeah, not okay. a lot of millions. Right. Okay. And it's 1994, so I don't know. Okay. 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 Uh, Bob tells Sean it's a small type of Pachycephalosaurus. Well, we think it's some variety of Pachycephalosaurus, although it's kind of small for that family. See, once we carbon date it, then we'll get a real good idea what era it's from. It's funny, once I was on this digging in Arizona... Sure. Make yeah. it up Saurus. Yeah, this is well, a Pachy... No, Pachycephalosaurus yeah. is a real, is a real dinosaur. This is a Pachy, yeah. it doesn't look anything like it, it's, but it, it maybe a small it, version. It, it's a smaller version, yeah. yeah, that's what he says. Night falls, Sean tells Corey he feels like he was digging up parts of himself. <laughs> oh my God. She, it's very she, angsty. Isn't it's it? very daytime soap. Yeah. She presses him for why he really came. He can't tell her. He doesn't know what he's looking for. Except the things to, in these drawings that explain why I murder he people. Needs, yeah. <laughs> he needs to stay. He's got nowhere else to go. This goes on forever. They almost for ki- fucking ever. They almost kiss, but they're so involved with each other already. Yeah, but that's I mean this type of movie. Yeah, true. I mean we already got rid of his of his <laughs> other girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Out in the woods, the yokel from the news has dragged a reporter out there to get a photo of the werewolf. It's around here that we saw him somewhere. You think maybe we could do this when there's a little more light? You want this werewolf or not? Look, you got about another half hour, Mr. Curlew. After that, I'm calling it quits. Just hang on to your checkbook. In the news thing, I thought the yokel was a terrible actor. In this, he's not half bad. Okay. <laughs> I kind of appreciated him the whole time. Yeah. He was beautiful, yeah. fun, eh? He has he a name. He was just like, I'm, I'm having a go at this. Yeah. <laughs> he has a name. I didn't write it down. I'm just going to call him the yokel. Yeah. A creature watches them from the woods. Corey and Sean bond <laughs> because it's still fucking going. She reveals that My dad and I are known among the academic community as outlaws of science. We were thinking about getting jackets made up. Outlaws? <laughs> Why? Oh, because of our unconventional theories. We take on the wild stuff. You know, the stuff that people laugh at in the tabloids. Bigfoot, crop circles. Godzilla. We didn't need, we didn't need like a motivation I piece. Had a, I had a Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I totally missed that. <laughs> we didn't need a motivation piece for them. They could have just had a genuine like bond with with our hero over the course of the movie. We didn't need to know, oh, they're the it's joke just, scientists. It's just feeling so forced. It really does. The whole movie feels forced. <laughs> Except they, for the action. Sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, I they hear it. a scream. It could be another bear attack. Uh, you go get help. I'll take care of the bear. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take suspicious care of the bear. thing he does. She goes and gets Atkins, who is the guy that has been watching Sean since he, he has yeah. arrived. Sean running says the word Giver. Oh, that's great. But I love does that. he control the daughter's Giver? The armor activates Iron Man style, except gross out of the back of his neck. <laughs> so it's all sinewy and attached to like yeah, it's threads. Kind of, it's actually kind of fun. Like it comes out like it's it's tentacly, like, yeah, like so nerve different endings. to anything you've ever seen before. Because it's bio armor. Yeah. Right? And then it locks in locks onto him. I I didn't hate it. I love the idea of it. This one, where he's running through the woods, looks pretty good. Again, because it's dark and we can't see a lot of detail. There's one later where you're like, ugh. I don't know if it's 
No, it must be from the first movie that I've seen clips from where he's like jumping off a roof and does it and it looks so... No, it's from later in this movie. I'll shout it's, it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a roof, it's a cliff and yeah. we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so the reporter gets half his head knocked off by rhino zoonoid. Uh, they all have names. I'm just going to refer to them yeah. by what they look like. Yeah, it's Bebop mm. or is it Rocksteady? Beep. The rhino. Rocksteady. Rocksteady, thank you. Yeah. Bebop's the warthog. Later we'll find out that this is Volker. And as the yokel is about to be killed, the Giver shows up and lasers Volker. So undercranked. Everything I, is sped up. <laughs> I didn't hate this fight compared to a lot of the other ones. Yeah. The, it seems like the rhino suit, I don't know. whilst is too chunky for the guy who's wearing it, he throws some punches. There's, and it kind and of he's works. a rhino. All he my needs only, to do is like exactly. run. Oh. You know? it's, it's overcut and there's too many mediums. Like there's too yeah. many close. Like it's yeah. overcut too close. is true. Yeah, yeah. you are the, very close. The thing that threw me in this fight and that I could not get out of my head the whole movie was the rhino sound. Like it's screech. It sounds like it has a cat in it. It's screeching kittens. Get away from it, the Zoonoid. It's screeching kittens. It's actually screeching kittens. Yeah, it's terrible. Through the whole movie, the they use very strange animal noises. Yeah. I could not, I couldn't, it threw me. I like the, the bit, movie. I like the bit with the, where he uses a tree as a weapon, when he picks yeah. up the tree and kind of batters him around. So the costume work is definitely done before. Like, it's not new for this movie. It's just because it's the guys who have done shit like this before. What it's not, revo- no, it's not revolutionary. Doing. Yeah. It's good work. Yeah, There's it is one really later good. that's like fantastic. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a piece of animatronic, there's an animatronic creature slash guy in suit later that is like fucking incredible. Yeah. But nothing too revolutionary, nothing super no, crazy. And, I, and so we're- These we're, aren't the first guys to And we're, yeah. we're like- Power Rangers is on TV. I was just about to ask that. Power right. Rangers, Money Morphin Power Rangers has started. It's okay. already a thing. Because obviously with Power Rangers, they took Super Sentai and they took the fight footage and then just filmed a bunch of stuff with with actors yeah. that, that connected those things together, right? And yeah. very early Power Rangers, they shot no action. Really? Like locally, it was all. And then eventually what happened is, is that they ran out of shows that they could pillage from. That's and they started right. doing their own stuff. They the, did the all the outer costume work in the other countries and did all the in costume work in Japan, in, in Japan. was it? Yeah. Eventually when they moved to New Zealand, they just started doing everything themselves. Yeah. At that point, they also stopped using practical effects for the Zoids. They went to computer animation, which- Yeah, I do, do remember that. Yeah. So, but you know, so we're in that era, that very early Power Rangers era, yeah. which is my era of Power Rangers. Like yeah, the first, okay. first two years of Power Rangers is my era of Power Rangers. I was the right age for that stuff. Right. I was like 11 Were you or a big Power Rangers person? Nah. Nah? It is, I was a hardcore Power Rangers person. It is all on Netflix in Australia. You're, sli- yeah. you're slightly older than me. I am too. Yeah. Doesn't seem it. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't I guess? No, I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> Inside they, age, no. They fight to a stalemate until Atkins and Corey show up in a truck and Volker takes off, Rhino uh, Zoonoid. We get a completely out of focus shot, two shot of Sean where he laments not getting there in time. <laughs> Just out of focus. Oh, yeah, he does turn back in front of the yokel. I forgot yeah. about that. I thought something was going to come of that. And Wait, Sean really. does or Guyver? Well, the guy. The guy yeah. <laughs> the same person. Oh, God. It was Sean. You're, okay, I'm picking up where to put him down. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting confused, man. It's a very different energy with just three dudes. I know, I love it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we need Kira. We need Kira. We need Kira to flatten. We need Kira to, flat. oh, need so Kira to like tell us to shut the fuck I'm up. I'll, I'll be more logical. We're shut up, bro. We're stepping all over each other's toes, too. I love it. It's uh, hilarious. Uh, it's going to be a nightmare to edit. Atkins is already suspicious of him just for being out there. He could have been killed by the bear. 
And then Atkins finds a piece of Zoranoid flesh that the guy cut off. And he, yeah. po- he pockets it to take home later for a snack. It's so disgusting. I love how, like, it's real viscera. Back at the camp, Sean is looking around. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and then again, the third out of focus shot in less than five minutes, Atkins is acting shifty. It's probably because it's a night, so they had to do it's a quick nighttime, lens. So short it's nighttime film. on film, yeah. and there's uh, no video, probably not even video assist. Yeah, your, your focus ball is going to have a bad time in that, in that sort of environment. Yeah. yeah. Unless they're good. Considering the budget, they probably weren't, weren't the best, you know, yeah. most high-paid focus puller. And probably not union. <laughs> <laughs> Had a question. You should jump in because we don't make time for anybody. <laughs> it's too late. I'll come back. Okay, cool. Atkins confronts Sean. He tells him that Sean has claws. He's not showing. Oh, sorry. Question. Yes. At any point, have, have we as an audience figured out that the zoonoids are like people no. no but see the thing no. is so he's looking around going who are you and you're like you're looking for a big rhino guy dude <laughs> but you, you have if you've seen the first movie but <laughs> you definitely know something's up because the security guards acting sus straight up everybody is acting sus straight up yeah but like except for Corey everybody because except she Bob. loves him <laughs> yeah yeah true Atkins is with the government they're interrupted by a crane and Volker and they explain away that they may have seen the bear again <laughs> Okay, someone, it's Crane, reports back to his boss in his lair that the Giver is here <laughs> via video screen. Sean has a sweaty dream about the cave as his neck pulses. Oh, uh, the neck pulsing is so gross. And then yeah. something awakens in the cave causing a crack in the wall. Hells yeah. This is, I will say that that little bit, like the neck pulsing and the crack in the wall, reminds me so Honestly, much of I Power Rangers, it, Secret, uh, not Secret of the Ooze, the one where the like ooze Secret go. Secret of the Ooze is from I know, Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles, yeah. Turtles too. <laughs> um, oh, the one where the ooze guy like breaks Ivan out. Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze. Thank you, Kian. You're just coming home with it today. Uh, yep. Bob and another researcher start working on the crack. Sean and Corey float more. It goes on forever. Sean asks about- It goes about on for so fucking long. Yeah, so they ask about the skeletons and Corey repeats the exact same cover story. Well, um, we're not sure, but we think it's a kind of pachycephalosaur, although it's a little small for that genus. Once we carbon date it, we'll know where to place it, but right- What? You know, that's almost word for word what Bob said. They're not dinosaurs at all, are they? <laughs> Corey and her dad have been putting the puzzle pieces together for five years. Everybody knows what they are, but they can't talk about it. You would think it would be like, if everyone knows about it, it would be common everybody conversation the, everybody and they're trying the, to crack it. Everybody on the site knows about it. Yeah. yeah. In the crack, they find something that feels like leather, but tinks like it's metal. They call over Alan Grant and everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to call him Alan Grant. We get a digging montage and they reveal the thing behind the wall. Bob has done some readings. This thing goes all the way up the cliff. It's huge. 40 meters down and 20 meters in each direction. <laughs> what are you reading that on, Bob? <laughs> Sean tells us, well, he's got some type of radar. Some LIDAR, yeah. Yep. Not even invented yet. Why did they not already know it was there? <laughs> yeah. If he has this radar If the thing. dig was there. Sean tells us. It's a ship. The wow. camp parties. Why was there a party? Because they made because the discovery. Because they made, they've, they've solved it. They've solved the cave. Yeah, but like 90% of the camp is so Yeah. Like- not Corey. Corey's not partying. She's testing samples of the ship. She finds Sean in the cave. 
she is super amped to tell him that it's organic. It was grown. It's alive. This thing might've been powered by photosynthesis. <laughs> if they can duplicate it, they can grow a machine. No more pollution. Oh, uh, suddenly we're like, suddenly this is utopian. Yeah. But like, oh, no, wait, we'll Sean, we'll get it. Now I see why they call you an outlaw. You haven't even stepped inside and already you're saving the world. God. <laughs> oh my God. They get close, yeah, but they're missing the party. He's not missing anything. Oh, it's the worst. It is the worst. It's, you know what's you know what's the worst about this movie is that like the dialogue, <laughs> the characters. There's so much that's bad about this movie. You still loved it. I still fucking yeah. loved it. <laughs> you got a problem, man. Back at the camp, Volker is drunk and has a very suspicious head wound. Looks like something was sliced off him. Yeah. Sean figures this out. <laughs> in a weird slow motion thing, slow down the sound of Volker laughing as well. And so it's got this like monstrous laugh. It's like, he's the monster. Yeah. (laughs) The suit in my neck is telling me. Yeah. Atkins grabs him (laughs) and asks him what he knows about the Kronos Corporation. Atkins did some background on him and knows that he dated Miski, whose father worked for Kronos. Sean finds out that only Kronos LA was destroyed. They're global. Oh, my God. Worldwide. How dumb is this, dude? Oh, I just thought that they ran out of that one building. Isn't Don't, giant don't shops just work in one building? <laughs> I didn't realize it's I like Brody's the main character. Mate, it, it, was, it was the early 90s. Globalism hadn't happened yet. <laughs> Sean then tells us... Kronos is those things. The whole organization. They look human, but they're not. They change. First time in the movie is it, that's that's been said. Apart from some yeah. shapeshifter thing in the I mean, prologue. I mean, you yeah. knew you knew what was going on, though, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay I, yeah. I was well confused through yeah. probably at least <laughs> at least fifty to eighty percent of this movie. In, in, yes. In the cave, Volker uses a little propane torch to try and burn his way into the organic ship. I hope it's not alive. Yeah. While everybody's watching. <laughs> Sean starts to have strange feelings as his neck pulses again, but the torch does nothing. They need lasers. Crane complains, and Edwards, Alan Grant. What do you want me to say? Open sesame. Oh, and doesn't that work? It starts yeah, to open. Because Sean it, opens it. It CG opens. What they don't know is oh, that- Oh, look, I, 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 that didn't look terrible. It wasn't I, terrible. It's not, I mean, it's not, I've seen worse, mm. but yeah. you know, that's because movies now. What they don't know is that it was Sean's O-Face that opened it. Yeah, it <laughs> really O-face. was. Oh, he's making total O-Face. Yeah. <laughs> and at home, for some strange reason she doesn't know, Kira just closed her eyes and shook her head. <laughs> oh, what? I face. miss that. But, uh, don't worry. Oh, Kira. Get the go. <laughs> <laughs> Dickhead. Time uh, I need to explain my joke. I, I Kira, appreciated Corey, it. Kira, you know, I just... Kira felt a disturbance in the falls. <laughs> <laughs> There's a podcast somewhere. <laughs> Ian said something filthy on a podcast somewhere. <laughs> and then on a TV, this, oh, this fucking did my head in. Are you ready for this? What was it? Sean and Corey and a bunch of other people are watching on a TV with a camcorder plugged in a tape of two people in a hazmat suit entering the ship's opening. Mm. Corey fast forwards. But it's live. No, 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 it's not. Oh, Corey say. fast forwards and then everyone looks as the same two people come out of the <laughs> hole. Why are they watching it back? Nothing happened. People just walked in. Yeah. <laughs> It's her father who's in the hazmat suit who tells her everyone the air is breathable. 
the radiation is acceptable and they can continue <laughs> to work. It's beautiful. And then she picks up a different camcorder <laughs> to go and film inside. Fucking hell. I didn't even notice. Too much business. Blocking. I did not even notice. Blocking's real hard, guys. Fuck. Mm. Sean makes eye contact with her and she nods for him to follow her in. Yeah. The guy who just rocked up gets to go in. We found a spaceship. And it... it uh, a living spaceship with breathable air on the inside, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and acceptable radiation, yeah, acceptable well, radiation. <laughs> you won't be able to have kill children, children, but you won't die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> inside the ship, Edwards, Volker, Crane, and Lois. Uh, Lois is a female goon who's been hanging around, and yeah. she will continue to play a role. She seemed goony. Everybody. Seems I feel goony. like I've seen her be a goon in other movies. Uh-huh. But it could just be, you know, the typical tough could be blonde bro- female. Bro- or it could be just Brody Brain. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nathan Lane. Nathan, I know Nathan Lane. He's a good friend of mine. <laughs> they go one way and then Corey and Sean go the other way. But Crane ends up sending Louis, uh, Lois to go and check on them. Sean goes off on his own and talks to the ship, which responds with like light waves and shit. <laughs> Edwards, Crane and Volca find the ship's brain, question mark. And Sean finds a room with a kind of like a rostrum and a metal eye thing that's like the one that's in his Giver suit. I'm here. Well, you called me here. Aren't you going to say something? Please. I'm trying, but I don't understand. Why did you do this to me? What the hell am I? What am I supposed to do with it? You got the wrong guy. I'm not cut out for this. I can't live like this anymore. Not a killer. I just want to be normal again. I want my life back! Meanwhile, Corey is opening these organic clam-shaped containers like she's mm. from the School of Science that encourages- Even though they were specifically told, don't touch anything. Yeah. Yeah, she's opening like them like she's from a School of Science that encourages the students to pat alien snake creatures on a hostile planet. I will say, though, the sets do be fucking awesome. Yeah. Inside, she finds a Giver unit. Yeah. But its eye, metal eye is cracked, mm. which will also become important later. Volker and Crane take the unit away from her by force. Uh, her father's not really much help and Sean hearing her runs to help and Lois was listening to him talk to the ship. <laughs> Did Crane in that by this point know he's the guy? No. But maybe L- Lois does now. But how do they how do they not? Because know. he also rocked up the same day that the guy was he? there. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> yeah, true. No, he did. He's, he's, he's just, did, from, he's just from state. Yeah, true. He's, true. he's just another student. Yeah. Couldn't be related. Sean <laughs> sees the unit and tries to talk to Corey about it, but she's very upset. Lois ends up telling Crane about Sean, and Sean goes to Corey's tent to tell her the truth. You and your father have been lied to. 
They're working for a corporation called Kronos, and Crane is a part of them. They, they're not good people. Where did you get all this? I don't know any Kronos. Our backers are the Tempest Group. No, they're Kronos. And yeah, at this point, this movie still has a fucking hour to go. <laughs> yeah, well, I paused it at some point and I was like, fuck me. I watched this movie twice. It was real hard to, All I can to say watch the second time. It was this, hard to watch the first time. <laughs> this movie, it was hard to watch the first time. I'll admit that. But this movie is lucky that it's fucking nuts. Which is why I love it. Yeah. Okay. yeah, but you, yeah like, you're becoming a cliche, man. You just uh, like things that are weird. I fucking do. I, mean, I, I just like things that are weird. Like, that's fine. No, this but very... you also have so many idiosyncrasies about I hate so many bad things. Oh, yeah, things I also about hate this. a lot of things. I'm a lover. I'm <laughs> a lover. Her tent is bugged. Atkins is listening in. All the people who work for Kronos can change into monsters called zoonoids. Volker is one for sure, probably most of the others. The monsters in the cave paintings and the skeletons you've been digging up, they're zoonoids. The, the bears that killed those people are zoonoids too. They've lived alongside us forever. All the stories you've ever heard about werewolves or Bigfoot, they're all... Corey, I know, but it's the truth. Listen. No, you listen. I don't care who they are. They put up the money for this dig when no one else would. If they pull out, the ship is gone. Oh, shit. We've only just stepped inside. But is the ship more important than your life? You're dealing with monsters here. Her dad's a fucking zoonoid. Oh, yeah. He's white. <laughs> when did that happen? Does that mean that she's half zoonoid? <laughs> also, How does just... it work? Wait, wait, wait. Is her mother a zoonoid? <laughs> yes. Uh, that's in Guyver 3. Is she a, <laughs> she a hybrid? Ooh. Aren't they all hybrids? It's just like, it's like Underworld. It's just like oh, Underworld. Corey, yeah. <laughs> Corey is dead set proto- uh, uh, Proto-Zoanoid. <laughs> Proto-Pink Power Ranger. Like her whole get up is just like- She has a Kimberly vibe. Yeah. Thank you. You're just coming through with it today. Fuck, man. <laughs> it's only, literally only because I watched this- Filling the gaps in my brain thing. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. She goes to see Crane and hears him talking to the Kronos suit about terminating everybody that's non Kronos. <laughs> Which is two people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, essentially. Crane, Crane tells him that the Giver will be on his way to him in an hour. It won't be. She <laughs> backs into Volker and ends up captured. Sean hears a chattering noise from the cave that draws him back to it. And Volker and another goon put Corey in a Jeep to drive away with her father secretly watching them and doing nothing. <laughs> in the cave, Crane surprises Sean. It's calling you, isn't it? What do you mean? It calls me too. We're both its children. Sean, I know who you are. I know your pain. I'm like you. I don't know what you're talking about. We're the bastards of an uncaring parent. We've been violated. Our lives have been changed against our will. Sean, I know what it's been like for you. 
for me. You've lost friends and lovers, haven't you? So have I. We're forced to lead secret lives. We're not so different, you and I. Yeah. You were born in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Can you still watch other fucking movies? <laughs> Seriously. He, he monologues and then reveals his Zoranode form in stages as well. They do it in like pieces and it's great. This is really good. Turns into a basically kind of like a Zoranode Gilman. Yeah. And the design and the articulation of the animatronic is actually like really good. Like it's ridiculously good. Oh, uh, this gave me Guillermo kind of vibes. Yeah, it has yeah, like, it has shape of, shape of water or Sha- Abe Sapien yeah. kind of yeah. vibes. Yeah, the, the animatronic is How do they do that, good. by the way? So is it like you say so a couple fl- of words, stop different makeup? Oh, for the transformation? Yeah. Yeah, it's basically each stage that you see is a different if it is a different makeup appliance. It's I'm the surprised same they used to this do movie like, went to that effort. It's the same. Well, Steve Wang's a creature guy, right? Yeah, and he, co- right. he co-created the, cre- all the creature work. Like himself. He made yeah. all this shit himself. Fuck, that's wild. Right? Obviously with a team of people, but yeah. he's, in, he's in charge of it. So he's got that skill set. It's the same way they do like the wolf transformation in American Werewolf in London and stuff, where it's all just pieces. Yeah, and then when okay. you cut it together, it looks like it's a- It's, a, it's essentially like a stop motion almost. Kind of. Yeah. You basically build a device that does like one thing. So let's just say that the guy's jaw has to unattach and, and deform, right? Yeah. You just build that bit and you shoot that bit. Interesting. Right? Okay. And then the next piece, that bit doesn't need to move. So you just do the part where he's, where, you know, like you put a pair of gloves on him that make his hand slightly longer. Yeah. So you just build, <laughs> it, in, you just build it in piece, it build it in pieces. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now it will be like, you know, one shot, 360, CGI bullshit. And when you when you <laughs> when you're doing that on film, do you then like is it just as simple as like cutting it up and putting it together, or is it yeah, like you have to overlay things? Well, it, it comes in the edit. It's yeah, just editing. Okay, but yeah. it's not like those trans the chemical transitions or anything. No, like that at this point we're, we're like in the early days of like. Uh, so we are past the Terminator Two Jurassic Park line, right? Okay, so we have right. Computer graf- we have computer graphics, right? So morphing is already a thing. Morphing becomes a thing in the late eighties. Okay, so you can also take two different pieces of makeup at mm. different stages of a transformation and morph between them. Right. Digitally. Okay. So we're kind of in that phase. I'm not saying that this movie did that. But you I think can, they did. From, you can from what I that. saw, it looked like it was. I watched this like four weeks ago. I don't remember. Okay, okay. Crane wants Sean and him to join forces. They can take the Giver out of him and make him normal again. Friends? <laughs> he rejects the offer. Lois knocks him out. In the Jeep, Corey fights back and they get hung up on something. It's Zoidberg. Hooray! I'm useful. I'm having a wonderful time. <laughs> if it's a monster is. that just looks like live-action Zoidberg. That's such a great call. Is this, is this dad? It's, 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 this yeah, is it's daddy. her father. As we'll yeah. find out, it's her father. It <laughs> li- lifts the Jeep and flips it over. When it roars, it's an elephant call. And then from I, inside- that, the, that didn't butt up against me near as much as the screaming kitten. The kitten yeah. was very specific. Like you could hear individual cats. Yeah. And yeah. it was like identifiable almost. <laughs> yeah. as it was a basket yeah. of cats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no animals were harmed in the Mexico. <laughs> no, many, 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 many. <laughs> From inside the Jeep, we see claws ripping at the metal because guys inside the Jeep have turned into zoonoids. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, it turns out that Zoidberg is Corey's father. <laughs> He's a zoonoid, true. Volker and his crab friend launch out of the Jeep <laughs> and we get a zoonoid fight. How Povo is not Volker, the other one. The other one, yeah. The other one's the like crab some one. Ty- <laughs> Yeah, Zoidberg and then and Volker and the crab guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the behind the scenes, they show a bunch of takes of 
Zoidberg launching himself off a mini trampoline <laughs> and just getting wrecked no. on the Jeep. Like, just landing completely wrong. Like, bending oh. backwards over the tire. Yes. Like, it is wild. Now rolling and action! Rolling and action! Action! And action! What's surprising is these outfits are made to fucking last. For as long as production. And there's more than one suit. Oh, that makes sense. Yes. Right, okay. For yeah. each one of them. Yeah, probably. Wow. Yeah. There would have to be because if you if rip you, it or it's like just stops production. Yeah. yeah. But like and I know like we were saying in the day they don't look as good, but like they're pretty fucking good. They look as good as Power Rangers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Zorbo gets thrown down a cliff. And the two other monsters fuck him up pretty good. Corey throws rocks at them. Don't hurt him! Leave him alone! Don't hurt him. Oh my god. There he is, says to hide, doesn't he? There is some fine acting in this sequence. Oh, she, why doesn't she fucking hide? Yeah. Like, yeah. why do you need to be well, there? Like, at no point did she butt up against the fact that suddenly there's fucking monsters. Yeah, true. Yeah, there is that. She's like, oh, there's this crab dude and, and, and uh, who are you? She has not seen them <laughs> like, yet. But no. she also doesn't believe anything that Sean has said. <laughs> oh, my God, that's amazing. I did not even bump on that. Uh, <laughs> Sean is rescued from Lois by Atkins. The government wants him in one piece. <laughs> Sean's worried about Corey and Atkins' response is too late. They've already taken her. There was nothing I could do. I found the whole, <laughs> Atkins, really trying I found to the whole Atkins thing just distracting. <laughs> the like, there's no point of having Atkins there basically through the whole movie you could take from that, the last you could, act. You could take that character out. Yeah, 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 yeah you really you could. could. You really could. It's just, it's just taking up space. Yeah. Time. Yeah. It's precious or, time in this movie. Well, it's okay or because Sean- Mark Hamill. <laughs> bring Mark Hamill back. <laughs> oh, look, if Mark Hamill was in this movie, it'd be a much yeah. better movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was unavailable. <laughs> uh, Sean elbows Atkins and goes after Corey. Zoidberg protects Corey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, get do not call him anything <laughs> else. I love that the two Alan, things- Alan Grant <laughs> yeah. turned, into, turned into Zoidberg. <laughs> yeah. Sean- Gets out of the truck, stands on a cliff and calls for Corey. Corey, thank like, you. We like, all had that note. Like the largest cliff. Like you're looking over the Himalayas, basically. It fully yeah. was. It's actually quite a beautiful vista. Yeah. It looks good. But like, what the fuck is he expecting? Like, This is like two well, or three town size valley. Yeah. And he's calling out Corey. She calls back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, it's not even like, they don't even do like a zoom into where she could be in that environment. Thank you. That would have been fine. Look, I she's somewhere in that. the valley. It's fine. Yeah, but it was just a cut to like them yelling at each other and then or, a huge environment that nothing is happening in. Or cut quicker Guys, to show her hearing can we, can it. Like we, can we, she's near. Can we please move on to what happens Sorry. next? Because it's so much more interesting. <laughs> He runs and dives off the cliff. Yes, I forgot. Guyvering on the way down. And he uses his transformation as like a paraglider. Yes. It's fucking dope. So he... he <laughs> you were not expecting it. <laughs> no, I was like, you were real excited about this. It's so dope. Because you just like... It's just left thinking. You yeah. know what I mean? So the, he like runs and jumps off a cliff yeah. in a swan dive. And then it cuts to... Uh, a front shot where he VFFs, VFXs into the Giver. In the behind the scenes, you see the stunt guy do the whole stunt from behind 
and then the camera walks forward to show you how they're doing it. It's yeah. actually really clever. So he's jumping off a cliff that overlooks the valley. Two meters down, there is a road oh. <laughs> that is hidden by the perspective that is shotting it. So he's just jumping into a, into a, onto a crash mat. I thought you were going to say there's like, like hidden jump- wires and he's just like <laughs> no, dropping like every this, time. He's just jumping onto like a fucking standard crash mat. Like it's Fuck. the simplest thing. Looked good. And it looks yeah. great. It does look good. The, the yeah. problem is it butts up against him weirdly yelling into the valley. Yeah. 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 Corey. And the whole like sinewy transformation bit. Oh, look, I, I didn't hate the sinewy transformation bits. It's weird. I hate it. It's weird, but I think hey. it could have been weirder. Yeah, <laughs> it could have gone more Cronenbergy. Yeah, true. Like I, yeah, my, hey. I would have bumped this movie up if a couple it was of stars. If it was more yeah, I how could you make it more Cronenbergy? Came out of neck butts. I have some notes. Yeah, <laughs> I have notes. <laughs> uh, Corey falls into a river, carrying as the crabinoid. That's uh, that's not a river. That's a creek. Okay, a creek. whatever. <laughs> a creek. <laughs> a creek. Carrying from the crabinoid as Volker bits up on her datanoid. Zoidberg. Yeah. <laughs> I had a good time writing this. I have to keep myself entertained. But this is where because the movie the, didn't do that. But this is where the movie started to get fun for me. Right. Like where it was just like throwing shit yeah. at you, man. So we get the guy arriving and rescuing her. He fights Volker and the crab guy. Nobody can see each other. This is a terrible fight. So the Giver just oh, I don't, so the Giver just disagree. hides underwater. Yeah. Before cutting crab guy's head off. Yeah. He, can we just talk about the he just like Marco Polo's or Peekaboo's? <laughs> the, yeah. The, 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 the practicality of having blades that go backwards out of your elbow. To no. stab, the chances of you stabbing yourself right? in the ribs just yeah. like when you cough are just like. <laughs> like, unless he's like some kind of like Ong back fucking Muay Thai like fighter. What? Ong back. You know that movie? You know that movie, no. Ong back? <laughs> oh, bro, watch it. Tony <laughs> Jar. Tony Jar rules. Yeah, he yeah. does. He's in lots of stuff, lots of his own movies, and he shows up in one of the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. And he gets completely wasted, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. But yeah, the practicality of that fight is stupid, but it's still, I just love it because it's throwing shit at you. We get Volker versus Guyver, and that's not really much better. Oh, and really good sound effects. The sound effects are like whoosh. Like, it's just, like, so dumb. It's I'm here for you it. You know what? What you did was better than what's in the movie. <laughs> um, Can you do the next Police Academy? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> Guyver ends up crushing Volker, and who vomits a lot of blood. So much. I love that. See, it's just, like, turned up. I do like that, too. And then Guyver snaps Volker's wrists, which also split <laughs> a lot of blood, <laughs> yeah. before he lasers Volker's eyes and crushes his skull, yeah, and there's was, a lot of blood. This was- so violent. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is the shit that when I was yeah. a teenager, like my friends have been watching this movie for more than an hour <laughs> yeah. and are like, what the fuck are you doing to me? And, and then, then you're they, like, just and wait, then like, wait, wait. <laughs> see, see. <laughs> Corey freaks out. This is the point in which she freaks out. Yeah. This is the point. Also, also just like mental note for later when she finds out who the Giver is. She just saw what he just did. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> the Giver almost kills Zoidberg, but she jumps in front of his forearm blade. <laughs> and this movie still has 35 minutes to go. <laughs> I had the exact same note. Fuck. Corey is shocked when Sean DeGivers, and holy fuck, how has this movie still got 35 minutes to go? Like, it feels like the Columbian connection again. It feels like it's ramping towards the end, and then it just slows down for 15 yeah. Yeah. minutes. But you know what? Every single scene... 
every single scene, which is weird to say this, could be about three minutes shorter. Uh, I also think that you could probably take half an hour out of the first hour. And not oh, <laughs> the first hour doesn't need to happen. Yeah. You could start you with could- him going to the dig site. I mean, you wouldn't get the sixth fight at the start. All right. Fight at the start. He watches the news well, and goes there. That's basically what happens. Yeah, but there's so much shit. No, in no, between. no. That's basically what happens in the 90 minute version. Is they cut out the girlfriend and they cut out they cut out the nightmare sequence from but the beginning. There's less blood. Lois tells Crane the Giver has escaped, but he'll be back because of plot. <laughs> <laughs> they have all the non Cronus people cornered in the cave. Is there like one person, Bob? No, there's quite a few of them. Oh. But then, they're, but as they're about to be shot, someone unseen knocks out Lois and another Cronus goon. As they are hit, we see another goon fall, and Atkins has Crane at gunpoint in his office. It's a very confusing cut because yeah. we're in the crane, we're in the cave, and then somebody gets knocked out, and then we cut to an office, and it's Atkins. There's more fucking talking with Sean and Corey. He wanted to tell her. Well, then why didn't you? You had every opportunity. Yeah. Didn't he tell her? Yeah, I can't. He kind of alluded tried to, to it. He tried yeah. to tell her. Just like, you're talking shit. Yeah. He tells her. You don't have to be nice to me, okay? He didn't know what you were getting into. If you don't want to have anything to do with me, I'll understand. Her response. Hey. It's every woman's dream to be rescued by a knight in shining armor. Oh, yeah. And Even see if them he wears crush the head of their enemies in front of him. <laughs> Even if he wears his on the inside. Oh. Guys, I think this might be a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It definitely is. I they make out that. for way too long. Oh, it's so much. Um, is this in front of Zoidberg, Dad? No, well, no, he's not there. They, she's going to go with him because her That's father is right. back there somewhere because Zoidberg just disappears. Atkins' commandos were the ones that rescued the scientists in the cave because apparently Atkins has a bunch of commandos that were just waiting out of frame. Yeah. Two commandos. <laughs> Don't worry about it because they're Towards looking the end, around. And this is plot points. Two commandos. They rescue all the non-Kronos scientist kids, including Bob, and they leave. <laughs> Never hear about those people again. Just, I can't remember who Bob is. Is Bob the one who's like when Sean is looking for Corey at one point, he goes, you two just can't seem to make it work, yeah, can you? Yeah. That's Bob. And then there's okay. also like, there's also, th- there's a couple of other like scientists and researchers that have like, Corey talks to, I didn't really do detail that, but Corey talks to two different women about Sean who we only see once in yeah. a single scene that disappears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we okay. never see again. Yeah. Atkins has Crane at gunpoint. Uh, there's still one hostile still at large. It eats his sniper. <laughs> Atkins sends his other men, the other commandos. Man. We get a push in on Crane, more lambs to the slaughter, and we see over his shoulder that Sean and Corey are creeping around. It's a very terrible line, but it's a pretty, actually a pretty good shot. Sean and Corey end up going to the cave. Would you wait? What is it? We have to destroy the ship. Destroy the ship? Why? Atkins is out there. Everything's under control. Not so sure about that. Besides, it doesn't matter who wins. I doubt the government is any more responsible than Kronos. No, we can't. All that knowledge. I'll never get a chance to do the research. Neither will I. But if we don't destroy it, too many people will die fighting for it. Corey makes a good point. Like, if you can defeat the people and you can get the technology to, like, grow machinery, you've, like, saved the world. 
Yeah, he just killed two of the Zoonoids. Kill more. You killed a whole building yeah, worth right? with a chest cannon, apparently. Yeah. That we don't know about. Yeah. But all anybody ever wants is the weapons. And he doesn't want people to be weapons. Ah, uh, fair enough. Atkins' men get killed and then there's a whole bunch of fucking business, but basically Crane, there is. Crane ends up talking to the head office again and they give him an ultimatum. There's been some delays. The guy for Crane? We'll get him back, sir. He's fixated on the ship. He won't leave. Have him here in another hour. Or shall I send someone with more experience? No. No, I can handle it. I'll take care of it. One more hour, Crane. We lose him. One hour, sir. Yes, sir. And then he uses the broken Giver unit. He puts the broken Giver unit I, I, on. I, I don't mind Crane getting chewed out by, you know... Upper management. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah. I, I honestly. But also, though, it does leave room open for a sequel that we never get. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like, you could have the fight, like, Corey being taken away and the fight with the other Zoonoids. Zoonoids? Zoonoids. Zoonoids. Zoidbergs. Yeah. And, <laughs> and only one of Crane talking to the big bad guy, you know, and everything around those scenes can go. Yeah. Sean and Corey are planning TNT. Sean's neck anus pulses again. <laughs> she tells him to give into it. He goes into the ship. Why do you keep calling me? Am I not the one you want? I'm not the one, am I? Giver. So he Givers. How did he not think to do that before? Because plot. Fuck. He Givers and the ship fires a laser at him, giving him a vision of the past. Aliens arriving on Earth and experimenting on cavemen, yeah. turning them into Zoonoids, giving them all the Giver unit, and then fucking off. I right. thought this was Predator 3. <laughs> it's, it's Predator 3. Yeah, no, no, no. You, got, uh, you didn't see the deleted scene where Danny Glover comes in and... <laughs> He's like, I'm too old for this shit. Sorry, I forgot about <laughs> yeah. all of that. Yeah. But yeah, they're you basically the so forerunners so. from Halo. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Crane and his goons take Atkins to the cave and they damsel Corey again. He sends two Zoonoids into the ship to get the Giver and they get murked out of the ship, the scaffolding bumps. Yeah. Again, in the, behind, real. in the behind the scenes, there is a montage of those two stunt guys just throwing themselves over the, out of the ship into I that often scaffold. I wonder though, like, are they, are the props in that made from like, uh, they're padded or, padded or rubber? Yeah. Right. Maybe. Okay. So like the walls and stuff are all just styrofoam painted. Yeah. yeah. But the, so the scaffold, it, I don't think so. <laughs> it looks pretty hard. Hey? You know, you just, Throw some uh, what they call power powder on it. Yeah, and then baby take, powder everywhere. So it take looks a bump. Like, yeah, and then you get the dust in the air. Yeah, yeah, all that good shit. Power powder. I've never heard it called power. It's powder. called power powder. It's oh. mainly used in Hong Kong cinema, Jackie yeah. Chan movies. When you they're see, punching like the and chest, you see and the, you see the, the dust it's called off. power powder. Yeah. So is it invisible yeah. instead of white? Kind of, uh, kind of, yeah. So you don't notice until people. So it's to sell hits, right? Yeah. To sell how hard somebody's being hit. So hard that we hit. I haven't watched Kung Fu movies in so long. This is making me want to watch Kung Fu movies so well, bad. Well, <laughs> there would perhaps be one on the list one day. Ooh. Not today. Huh? Oh, is that little squeak? Oh, Excited. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Crane tells Sean to deactivate the Giver, or he will kill Corey. Alan Grant shows up. We had a deal. <laughs> Crane turns into a, into a Zoonoid. We get. Giver, 
Corey, Zoidberg, and Atkins versus Crane and the three other Zoonoids. Crane fights Zoidberg. <laughs> Corey hides. Atkins runs away from Lois Zoonoid. Yeah. Lowenoid? Lowenoid. <laughs> yeah, I should have seen that coming. He ends up pushing her into a junction box and frying her. The Giver takes on the two other ones. He blows one up with TNT. So isn't TNT wildly explosive? Not yeah. just mildly explosive. Yeah, that's what, what is it? Uh, 2D8? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say the frying her? That was really good. It definitely felt like someone should yell, shoot her, shoot her. <laughs> yes. But other than that, <laughs> the dynamite was a nice touch because I was so frustrated that they didn't fucking use the dynamite. I was like, what the fuck are they doing this if it's not going to be used? Yeah. Crane monologues to Zoidberg that they could have done great things together. Didn't have to be this way, Marcus. We were doing great things together. Could have been somebody in the company. Doing your vice president in charge of genocide. I'd rather <laughs> die. That's a good line. This is the thing. So bullets don't work, but a piece of scaffolding does? Well, it's penetrative. Okay. I don't know. Bullets have no penetrating power. I'm I'm, I'm butting up against the use of penetration in this, guys. Come on. (laughs) Not with the neck anuses around. Yes, true. So many neck anuses. (laughs) Corey hits uh, Crane with a sledgehammer. Yeah, I approve of that. Billy approves of that sledgehammer. (laughs) Giver snaps the other Zoinode's neck, and so it's just Giver and Crane left. Crane uses the broken Giver to turn into Super Shredder Crane. Yeah, he does. That's yeah. such a great shout. It's it's good. To, again, it, it's really good design. Like yeah. the monster design is, I mean, some of them are not great. Like there's levels of good and bad. Like yeah. they clearly had hero monster designs, right? Which is basically Crane and Super Crane. And this fight's okay. There's longer takes here that are kind of like strung together. Yeah. Sean tells Crane. I can't win, Crane. The ship told me the truth. You're an experiment gone out of control. No. I'm in complete control. The aliens created the Giver to fix their mistakes. You're the I'm the final product. The cracked Giver eye begins to glow red. They both pop their arm blades and then beat on each other. Super Crane getting the advantage. Crane gets him down, stabs him, and Sean starts to fountain blood out of his little face holes. Yeah, that, that was so, so good. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The blood yeah. splatter was fucking awesome. I, would, I wouldn't have minded if it was like just red steam, like blood Yeah, steam. that yeah, would like be like a red mist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, the lines in this fight are actually not too bad. Like, they're kind of still corny, but they're not as bad as the rest of the movie. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Corey shoots Crane in the guy of eye just in time. <laughs> Sean rips the cracked Giver out of Crane's face and he starts to body melt as the suit consumes him. Oh, it's so good. Which the is, melting is fucking amazing. Again, I, yeah. I could have done with like half of more Cronenberg. I would love how good would it be if they... <laughs> one half Cronen? One half Cronenberg. <laughs> Imagine if they, when they transformed, they transformed by like it bubbling out of them. That would be fucking dope. Would also be a much more expensive movie. Yeah, party. true, true, true. <laughs> and then Sean blasts him with his mega smasher, which is the laser in his chest, established in the first movie, but not mentioned in this movie until this very moment. And will not blow up the whole cave. <laughs> no. No. Not they, even with any dynamite in it. No. They did it. It's over. It looks like Sean has found his destiny. We find out that Sean lied to Crane. Corey, I lied. The Zoonoids weren't the failed experiment. The Givers were. The aliens turned humans into Givers so we could fight their wars for them. The 
Humans rebelled. Out of control. Guyver is nothing more than a weapon. I have no destiny. It's okay, he can make his own. Yeah. <laughs> Sean tells the ship to leave so that Atkins and the government can't take any of the other weapons on board. And the ship takes off as everybody slow motion escapes from the cave. <laughs> Did anyone else go the fucking dynamite at this point? Like, what was the dynamite for? <laughs> Got to be hung up on something, huh? Oh, I know. How did he I pick know. it out just to tell it to leave instead of blowing it up? They went through all that work. I don't know. They bury Zoidberg. Oh, did Zoidberg <laughs> yeah. die? I yeah, he that. dies. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like happy Crane, in the Cr- next scene. Crane kills him with the scaffold. Oh, that's right. And then, but it, and he, then you're, not, it's not sure, you're not sure if he's dead or not. It's like yeah. the security guard at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, he's in a critical condition. No, that dude is dead. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> the security guard with fucking 20 bullets in him Atkins, in a critical condition. Atkins <laughs> tries to recruit Sean for the Avengers or some shit. We're launching an underground war against Cronus. The government can use your help. See you around, Atkins. Hey, please tell me how I can reach you. And, um, but he gets in a truck with Corey and they just drive off into the sunset. <laughs> wait, wait, so many, so many points about the logic of this movie. What? So the burying of the, the logic dad. of this movie. <laughs> so the burying of the dad. It's still the dad. Like, the government's there and taking care of shit. He's still, like, you could go and have a normal funeral with him. He doesn't need to be buried in the woods randomly. But he's Zoidberg. But, uh, (laughs) right, he could have changed back. I thought he changed back. He's Zoidberg. Right, okay. That kind of makes sense. Because that's his true form. Because they're not human. The Zoonoids pretending to be human. Not humans pretending to be Zoidberg. I thought the conceit was they were like werewolves. Like, they can change back and forth. Is it? (laughs) But no, also, we don't know that's the problem. Also, this woman's dad died. Yeah, she's maybe fine. an hour ago. She's fine. You know what? So fine. Only and an hour. Only she an needs hour to forge her own path. <laughs> she has no destiny. And that she finds her own. Is Guyver Dark Hero, aka Guyver Two <gasps> Dark Hero? Fuck the me. smile and the um, sign off at the end of AKA that movie Predator is so bad. Three. Okay, Predator yeah. Three. Actually, I'm surprised this isn't a Future Cop movie, really. <laughs> but like, how do you not? If you enjoy the first Future Cop, how do you not enjoy this movie? Okay, sure. <laughs> trailers, trailers after the movie, Kiss of Death. Jimmy, I'm dead, man. I know you don't want to be involved, but I don't know what else to do, all right? I'm your blood cousin, Jimmy. I'm your blood cousin. You know Please don't let this happen. You want a little air on this? Give me some names. There's no way on God's green earth that you can tell me that you did not know the guy who got you into this mess. I've got no reason to lie. Everybody's got a reason to lie. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? Whatever don't, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. They don't kill you, I like that. We saw this previously in front of Ghost in the Machine. Kiss We've it. seen this trailer before. Nicolas Cage, Stanley Tucci, Ving Rhames, David Caruso, oh, Samuel yes. Jackson. Is this back when he was called Crime Mr. Movie? Cobbler? No, that's like the early 80s. Oh, this okay. movie is from the 90s. Right, right, right. We saw the trailer before. Yeah, okay. I don't remember. And two not. It's fine. <laughs> Top Dog. Both of you have been shot five times in the line of duty. What is this all about? Well, I'm just comparing your file to your partner's. It's amazing similarities here. Hold on. 
going to the dogs. Top dog. An explosive adventure story of two cops, one tough, and one smart. Caught in a conspiracy of hate crimes and murder. I'm gonna find out what happened to your grandfather. In a race against time that bonds a man and man's best friend, his partner. Partners that will do anything for each other. I am going to enjoy this. I'm going to enjoy this. Top dog. No doubt about it, you boys are made for each other. You don't even look like a police dog. Chuck Norris does Turner and Hooch and or K9. I um, thought this was first before Turner and Hooch. No. No? Absolutely not. Oh, my God. This I thought Chuck Turner Norris. and Hooch was a good version of this. No, this is the bad <laughs> Wait, version of that. Someone's going to try and rip off a Chuck Norris movie <laughs> from and make a better version. Amazing. From Aaron Norris, Chuck's brother. Oh, my God. As I talked about on the Delta Force podcast. Aaron Norris only directed one movie that didn't have his brother in it. Did Chuck Norris always work with Canon? No. No. No, okay, no, no, okay, no, no. Okay, okay. So in the 80s, he worked with Canon. Like a lot. Yeah, he was yeah, under yeah. contract with them. That was when Canon were actually pretty good, right? Not pretty good, <laughs> but like popular. Prolific? Yes, thank you. Yeah, when they made a lot of movies. Yeah. Uh, I've talked about this before, but they would basically sign older stars. Yeah. Your Chuck Norris, your Charles Bronsons, your Lee Marvins. Sure. And then put them into as many movies as they could in a year because they could sell a movie based on the fact that that person was in it. As we talked about American Ninja, when it was sold, yeah. had Chuck Norris on the poster. This top dog was actually a pretty big movie. Wasn't it? Didn't it? Cause like, I, <laughs> no, well, I've definitely seen this around because you were a child and it's a movie with Chuck Norris and a dog. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> Wagons East. Oh, Once was a place that offered so much promise, people gave up everything to stake their claim. That was the dream. Home sweet home. This was the reality. What the hell? Take ten paces. I, I, I couldn't really. I'm, you know, I'm anti-handgun. And they knew there was only one thing for them to do. Let's get ourselves a wagon master and go home. And only one man to help them do it. Why doesn't that reassure me? We leave at dawn. Noonish. Wagons! East. East. Now they've started a trend. I say a bunch of yellow-bellied Eastern sissies. Why don't you go back and leave the West to the real men? Oh, Butch, get over yourself. That could be dangerous. I want these defectors eliminated. <laughs> Fortunately, I have a plan. If they thought going West was hard, is next to impossible. You're gonna die slow. Oh, please, that is so Dodge City. No more amateurs. Calling in the cavalry. All right, then, let's kill some people. John Candy. Oh. Oh. And 
and Richard Lewis. When the going gets tough, the top stayed home. And the rest went east. They are going the wrong way. Wagons east. Are we there yet? I will have your mother turn this wagon around right now. Proto million ways to die in the West, but actually funny. Oh, I kind of, I kind of love that movie. Oh, that movie it's kind of cute. I, I have I, a soft I, spot I, for I, Seth. I, I butt up against his voice. John, no, I love everything about him. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that movie. I want to talk about Wagon's Ace. <laughs> John Candy, Richard Lewis, and John C. McGinley. What a fucking cast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I loved this movie as a kid, but I haven't seen it since then. Um, On the list? Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. That'd be fun. We should do more Westerns. Okay. <laughs> we should do I have, I have some Westerns I would like us <laughs> okay. to, to see. Okay. Uh, I, I love me a Western. I do love me a Western. I love me an 80s MTV Western. Ooh. I don't know what that could be. Oh, there's two of them in the group. There's only two. <laughs> no, there's two of them that are like connected to each other. Okay. There's the first one and there's the second one. And we'll watch the first now one Now the audience are going to know before I am. Everybody knows before you do. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye love. How long do you give him this time? Six months, a year. I think they're gonna make it. For Donnie and his two best friends, life after divorce is more complicated okay. than they imagined. It's like the, the old attraction was still there. She had this, she had this face, she was like. And parenting is more challenging. Almost everything grandma and grandpa say about daddy is not true. Than they ever expected. We had to return the graduation dress. It made me look fat. You couldn't look fat if you wanted to. How would I want to look fat? You wouldn't. You couldn't. It's a very awkward age for girls. What age is that? 12 through 35. Now, if they can survive the weekends together. Hey, guys. The new American ritual, the Friday night exchange of custody. Their friendship can survive anything. Even kids. Daddy, love me! What? Daddy, love me! Reaper! Dating. Hi. Oh, is this the date? The date? As in the cow or the chicken? And relationships. Grilled ahi a la Kim. I love Kim. I'm barely seeing anybody else. Hi. Sheila. Oh, Heidi. You should give the name tags. It would make it a lot easier for us. It's one wonderful crisis. What is the matter with you people? After another. We're not watching the yearling. I mean it. Take the yearling out in the woods. Shoot him. <laughs> Matthew Modine. I mean, what was the plan here, Dave? Did you actually expect to get all three of us in bed? Randy Quaid. I'm not shooting for a successful relationship. Basically, I'm just looking for a mammal. And Paul Reiser. Who was that? Life is never as good as you plan. I should have married you, shouldn't I? It's not too late. But sometimes, Wait. it's better. I'm afraid you'd be thinking about Claire. And you'd be afraid that I was thinking about Dave. What have you thought about Claire and I thought about Dave? Come on, let's have a good time. Woo! Woo! Are you on medication or something? You got married, you got kids. Stay together, damn it. I hate this guy. We'll be right back. Bye-bye, love. We never talk about that. Oh, if you're happy or if I'm happy. No, we don't. You want to? No, me neither. Divorce guy movie.
Paul Reiser, Matthew Medine, Randy Quaid, Janine Garofalo, Amy Brennan, and Eliza Dushku. Baby Dushku, Eliza Dushku. Yeah. yeah. And Jack Black. And a very early Jack Black performance yeah. as a DJ. It was pretty cute. I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to watch it. Yeah. I have seen this movie, but I don't really remember it very well. I love Eliza Dushku. <laughs> Is that how you say it, Eliza? Dushku, yeah. Dushku. Yeah. Dushku. <laughs> Sorry. Dushku. I love it. You're love a fucking Dushku. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Kira. <laughs> Sorry. Disapproving. Hmm. And then the greatest trailer of all. Meet the Simpsons. <laughs> Inspector coming through. Please move to the right. Grab the handrail, young man. Out of my way. I'm here for your safety. God bless that man. Hmm. Looks like there's a jam in Delta Sector. Hmm. Well, it's too big to be human. I'll send down a few kids. That should dislodge it. Roger. Estimate the man's weight at somewhere between mm. four and five hundred pounds. And now on the lighter side of the news, and I use the term loosely. <laughs> it's just a clip from The Simpsons to advertise The Simpsons on VHS. <laughs> Guys, as, if, as if I haven't already cut The Simpsons into this podcast two or three times. <laughs> uh, two or three? Guys, <laughs> if you didn't know Simpsons is a good show, you should watch Send it. Send in more kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then Please rewind this video cassette before returning it to your video library. I did. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. An appropriate age to have seen Guyver, Dark Hero, aka oh. Predator 3. I mean, I would have loved this movie around 14, 15. It would have fucking hit me right where, like, where my love bone is. My heart. My heart. That came out real weird. That came out real weird, guys. Oh, man, I love that you had to clarify that. This, this podcast is already, like, very R-rated and... It has just gone so dude city. Oh, no. I, I don't like it. Oh, no. I miss my wife. <laughs> my love bone. I, just I miss was, my family. I miss my wife. <laughs> I was trying to say something cool and it came out bad. Adam, right, the love bone. Adam, an appropriate age to have seen Guy the Dark Hero. Uh, yeah, probably for like 13, 14 yeah. is, is, is appropriate. Like enough violence for, yep. for a young kid who's really into like things bashing each other up. The issue is the kid to be bored as hell. Like. In between the fights. That's a great shout. I was 15. Yeah. It's exactly the right. Fully I it. really didn't care about the fact that there was too much talking because so, once it got to the the opening grabbed me and then I watched the rest of it going, where the fuck is everything else happening? And then that's I got me to now. the wrist snapping and yeah. I was like, oh, like, fuck yeah. Like, that's oh me God. now. <laughs> yeah. So how long did it take you to start showing it to people? Oh, straight away. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. No, no, no. This is like you, I then 
rent this tape every week for like I, three weeks. I, 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 want, I never wanted another person to see this. Like, I would <laughs> tell people, stay away. I <laughs> own it on VHS. Like, I, <laughs> I love how you have the kind of friends that would go, oh, okay, I'll watch it for you. If I tried to show my friends this, they'd be like, fuck off. No, no, we no. don't like your taste. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I inflicted. Yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> because for every guy for Dark Hero, there was a good movie that I introduced. Them yeah, to, true. Right? Because you, you give them the good stuff and then you slip a guy for Dark Hero in. <laughs> Would you watch this movie again if you're in free will? No. Fuck no. Oh. <laughs> you said you loved it. I did, but I mean, it's a hard watch. Look, I would, it's a, one of those movies that I would watch again to inflict it on someone. I feel like we need to do the first one. <laughs> oh. I would, I would gladly do it. Okay. I would gladly do it. I'll as long as it's can... as fucking bizarre as this one. Uh, well, it's a kid's movie. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of- I'm not of, against watching kids' movies. Yeah. I'm just saying it's a different vibe. Yeah, yeah, I get it. If it's still Power Rangy on there. Look, it's not. It's 88 minutes. It's, it's also 88 yeah, minutes. It's a, it's a breeze. <laughs> it's yeah. nearly- It's it's over half the time of this. Yeah. yeah. A rating for Guy of a Dark Hero. The way that we rate movies is on a five-star scale, with one being I hated this movie, two being I did not like this movie, two and a half being I liked parts of this movie was fine, three being I like this movie, four being I love this movie, and five being this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm. I'll go first. Yeah. Please do. I'm a one. <laughs> oh my really? God. Really? That's you a strong rating. I, I got so, I was, okay, so I was watching this at like 11 at night trying to get, oh, that so sucks. I, the kid goes to bed at like, at like between 8.30 and 9 is finally asleep. I sit down to watch this and I'm like, oh, it's going to be midnight by the time I'm finished. It's going to be after midnight. <laughs> it's going to be after midnight. And I'm just slogging through and it's just so frustrating. The lack of plot or too much plot in some places that doesn't need one. plot. You know, the only thing that we've ever done that has gotten a one was um uh, was the one that was made Meridian, Kira. which was is Meridian. zero. <laughs> yeah. uh, zero. I swear we've done one more that's got a one. I don't know. I don't think much else has gotten that low. Okay. People uh, have given like, one or twos. A lot of twos. I didn't yeah. like this movie. One Not a lot of ones. That's no, very strong. I, I, this really frustrated me during the watch and I couldn't even watch it again today. I had to skip through the past just to remember it so I know what to talk about for okay. this. Yeah. Fair enough. Do I love it? <laughs> the he's funny, either a one or he's a five. The funny thing is the fact that you hate it so much <laughs> is like making me want to rate it higher. <laughs> oh my God. I think because it's such a shit movie that... <laughs> Is just so fucking bizarre, <laughs> and the face. fact that it it like if it infuriates people, this movie is a movie that will infuriate people. Makes me love it. I'm gonna go with a three point five. Yeah. So your justification is spite. No, not spite. <laughs> not spite. I find it hilarious. Yeah. I find it hilarious <laughs> that it just absolutely makes people irate. So this is really hard to rate for me yeah. because I did not have a good time watching this movie again, <laughs> but I remember it so fondly. Like it's yeah. definitely something that doesn't work for me now the way it did when I was 15. But the cool bits are cool. But I still remember how much fun I had with it when I was 15. So the nostalgia taints my, taints my rating for this song. Do you still think the cool bits are cool? Yeah. Okay. They're not as cool as I, so my memory of the movie was much more Cronenberg than it is. Oh. But that's because at like 15 years old, I thought it was more extreme than it, than it is. Yeah. My memory of it was even, was that it got weirder and stranger and more violent than it actually does. Oh. Than it actually does. Do you know, since it came up on the podcast to be chosen, I have discovered the world of Carmen Rider and Guyver, yeah, right. which is probably why I have a love for it now because I didn't have that mis memory yeah, of sure. it. 
I'm still three and a half. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Ah. Still three and a half. Because I love it. I I love my memory of it, even yeah. if it doesn't actually hold up. So it's not a good rating. It's a while, bad rating. While I say <laughs> I hate this, I appreciated some of it. Not enough to say that I liked parts. Hey, listen. But like also in movies is also the context of how you watch movies. Yeah. Like it totally affects how oh, yeah. you watch a movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. Next episode. Yes. Yeah, because we're fortnightly now. The way that we pick movies is that my co-hosts alternate taking turns picking from three choices that I have prepared. This week is Adam's pick. Yeah. Yeah, because Brody chose this. Oh. Yeah. What okay, sorry. I don't I don't have the context yet. Why did you choose this? Because it looks fucking cool and I knew it was Power Rangy. And All it, right. it had also like in the history of the show, it had also fallen off the list once before and it would uh, come back. Yeah. And Brody was very kind when it when it fell off the list because he picked a movie that Kira really wanted to see okay. and then Kira screwed him. The blood feud <laughs> continues. Yeah. He will be picking for whoever's on the show next episode. It's probably just gonna be Adam. The movie <laughs> remains unpicked three times. Yes. It is struck out and taken off the list, although I can bring it back a later date of my choosing. Still on the list. With strikes are, and you don't know, have you been listening? No. No, he no. doesn't fucking know. Oh, no, I'm still We're half, not even I'm, up to date anyway, I'm halfway we? through Crow Part 2. Oh, okay. uh, right, yeah. So- The Crow was a solid one. With two strikes is, again, confusing for Adam, American <laughs> Ninja 2, The Confrontation. Yeah, oh, yeah, lovely. yeah. He has been taught the mystic arts of war. Say. He has mastered a thousand years of secrets. He has learned the way of the ninja. Now, a soldier on a suicide mission. They have been sent to paradise. Excuse me, ma'am. Wow. To defeat a conspiracy that threatens the entire world. Who set me up? I said who? The lion. Who's lying? He's a millionaire. He made his money on drugs. He's doing research. The super ninja. The ultimate fighting machine. Like a predatory tiger, you'll feel no pain. Miracles. And no, no emotion but hate. It's ninja against ninja. Charlie, it's ours! Together, they must destroy the most powerful criminal empire the world has ever known. He must defeat the most lethal assassin alive. And they must not fail. Michael Dudikoff returns as the American Ninja with Steve James in American Ninja 2, The Confrontation. Another unbelievably awesome kung fu movie. Did you see American Ninja? I have not seen any American Ninja. Okay, so I can mm. now. If you're going to do end up picking American Ninja two, I will mm -hmm. hook you up with American Ninja as well. Okay, so that yeah, the have complex some context. Plot nah. makes sense to you. Nah, okay, although <laughs> it is fairly standalone. It's more standalone than Driver <laughs> two. <laughs> Michael Dudikoff in American Ninja two: The Confrontation, and then. With one strike, Highlander 2, The <gasps> Quickening. Greetings, Highlander. You call? centuries on Earth. 
nothing could have prepared them for. The Quickening. Christopher Lambert, Sean Connery, Highlander 2, The Quickening. I haven't seen any other Highlander apart from Highlander 1, and oh it's my one of my favourite films of all time. Well, good. Highlander yeah. 2, oh. The Quickening. So this is one strike, this is two. Oh. Correct. Oh. I just want you to know that the person you are seeing inside the chest there, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he died last movie. Yeah, yeah, he, he definitely died. <laughs> he I don't, I, oh, it says he's in it though. That's nice. Yeah. This is famously the better one, right? No. <laughs> then why does everyone love this one? Because of the cocaine. Oh, right. <laughs> because of the cocaine, bro. Yes. Both of these are my kind of movies. Yeah. Yes. Let's get real weird. Yes. Let's get kind of like strangely kinky. Okay. But like real weird. Okay. This, this, I'm this not going to yuck any yums. Shut or something, is no, it? No, no. I don't yuck yums here and I'm down for super <laughs> yeah, weird. Yuck yums. <laughs> I'm cutting that out of the podcast. That's, That's the thing. second. That's I know. It's thing. also the second time you said it and I don't like it. That is a known phrase. You, it you've makes been me listen- feel bad inside. <laughs> You've been listening to some podcasts, haven't you? You've been no, expanding your mind. It's just a- the thing. <laughs> I'm so sorry for the different vibe. I feel like I need to apologize to the audience. <laughs> It's all kind of real so, late too. There's nobody to constrain us. It's so going off the fucking road. So many dude bro feels. <laughs> We've had beers. It's late. We just <laughs> go with it, guys. New on the list. Tromeo and Juliet. Tromeo? <gasps> I've heard of this. Two households, different as dried plums and pears in fair Manhattan where we lay our scene. Two homes adrift in hate for 20 years, a score. A wash in sin for long deprived of dreams. Once long ago, they planted seeds of hate, which bloomed to constant battles for revenge. Soon murder was the awful commonplace. And everything once real seemed like pretend. Deep within this storm, a love intuist sparked, spawned in a box of glass one star-crossed night. Now if they thought it hard to live within the dark, let's see how many fall beneath love's light. Ah yes, the splice of their unholy vice and the firmest grip of their parents' rage. Could only ever end by one father and his apt demise, which is now the two hours traffic of our stage. Star-crossed lovers both ignore your elders' trivial ploys. They hold no trace of passion's truer joys. Instead of justice, do now howl your caterwaul. Your deepest love will baffle reason's gall. All this, if you with patient eyes attend, will see what devils broke or toil shall mend. I've heard of this fucking film. <laughs> Tremio and Juliet. Oh my God. I don't know where I've heard of this film, but I've definitely heard of this film. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, the quickening. <laughs> Fuck. And American Ninja 2. The this is a difficult decision for me this week. Last time was an easy decision. Oh, how good is this quote from Variety? <laughs> Shakespeare is transformed into a no holds barred. Let's get super. Fuck. Yes. That's getting chosen next week if you don't <laughs> choose. 
So, so I'm going to- From the creators of the Toxic Avenger. Yes. Adam? Talk us through. I'm going to go with an elimination yeah, nice. round um, because it's, it's difficult to just pick one, but I'm going to uh, – apologies to the uh, ninja aficionados here. I'm getting rid of a ninja two, American <laughs> ninja two. That had to be done. It hurts me. It hurts me so bad. <laughs> I know. Is this dependent – I don't hang wait, wait. you, but Is this dependent on – are you picking based on whether or not you're coming back next week? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I want to watch it. I know what you're going to pick. Yeah, I'm going to pick Highlander two. Damn. Also, oh, yeah. well, well, thanks for being That's on the podcast, Adam. We'll see you, we'll see you in a couple episodes. Highlander <laughs> uh, to the quickening. Yeah, it, look, it's even listening to it. Like my the the Highlander episode of this is one of my favorites. Yeah, in terms the, of like two part of yeah. Highlander has definitely been one of my favorites to watch so far. So Highlander two is going to be one. Oh, the thing man. you have no idea. The things I want to know like, is that the same craft, like because that was a craft pot almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- it'll be less of a craft pot. Oh. <laughs> All right, and more of a cocaine. But because pot. both the episodes I've been on have been on movies that are a bit of a dud. This movie, more than a bit of a dud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like they're duds. But directed by Russell Mulcahy, who yeah. went to a high school no. in our general area, yeah, and the same high school as me. Yeah, fuck yeah. And the director of Highlander one. Look, yeah, Highlander 1 is probably one of my favorite movies. Oh, of all yeah, time. I mean, I love that movie. Excellent. Yeah. So uh, don't like, don't subscribe, don't follow us at Weed Kid Video. We're on TikTok now. I, yeah, um, we are. Yeah, I'm just uh, posting uh, stuff. Are we TikTok's actually making weird. TikToks? I don't like it. I, I don't it. like it at all. No, it's is good. it because you can't do the dances? No. And you can do longer things as well. I, I, we'll talk about that later. Stop no. talking about longer things, bro. No. <laughs> no. So don't like, um, don't subscribe. Go outside, touch the grass. Don't leave a review. I didn't look to see if anyone had left a, re- <laughs> left a review because that was what Kira's job was. <laughs> Can, can we you, make that Adam's job? Can you leave <laughs> reviews? I've tried to on Spotify. Not on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, yeah. to, be, to be clear. Because um, it's the only place that you can really leave reviews. I think maybe on Amazon Music as well, but who the fuck uses that? So, <laughs> But please do. Whatever you listen to us, leave a review. I'll tell us leave a, You can just leave a review on the secret. Instagram. Do we have, yeah. it on do the we have a PO box in which someone can write in? No, absolutely no, possibly actually, not. Guys, I don't, don't want people don't just to do know. it on don't the send us mail. Do not send me mail. <laughs> also, don't listen to Keen. Do it on Apple Podcasts because it really does help the podcast. So please do it on Apple Podcasts. I don't care if anyone's listening. <laughs> not my problem. Anyway, uh, the, and uh, Predator 3. <laughs> Love you guys. It's, it's glad to be back. time. <laughs> <laughs> Zeidberg!